Advancements in the medical field are giving nurses faster, more effective results than ever before. They should expect the same from their education, too. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format allows you to set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move faster through your program. So the faster you move, the more money you save. When you're ready, we'll be here. Visit capella.edu for a trial course at no cost to you. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Advancements in the medical field are giving nurses faster, more effective results than ever before. They should expect the same from their education, too. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format allows you to set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move faster through your program. So the faster you move, the more money you save. When you're ready, we'll be here. Visit capella.edu for a trial course at no cost to you. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Welcome to a new episode of the J and B Ray Boxing Podcast. I know, guys, it's been a long time. Real, real long time. But you know what? I'm back from my vacation. We got a lot of news here to cover. We missed a lot of news when I headed out to Arizona. HBO's out. Looks like they're out the boxing business. Oh, shit. We've been calling it since fucking day one of this show. We got Canelo news. We got Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder doing WWE-style promos and, and the press tours to... England, New York, and uh, L.A. We got MMA news, even though this is a boxing show, and you guys know what I mean, and if you're not, you're living under a rock. But we got a lot of boxing news to cover, and I'm not the only one that does it here, guys. You guys know I got my host, the man from up north, the Northern California bad boy himself, the man who now wears a backpack to carry his fucking dog to a pumpkin patch, B-Ray in the motherfucking house. B-Ray? I was born I saw the fucking picture. I I saw the goddamn picture, Brian. A fucking... Is it a whimsy? What the fuck are you carrying now? Oh, man. Uh, I try try not to laugh to to do my intro, but fuck it anyways. Uh, Yes, we're we're fucking back, man. I'm fucking glad. (laughs) Um, Sorry about that, man. Anyways, yeah, I'm glad to be back. By the way, I mean, God, man, that was a pretty cool thing I got for the dog. Come on. You know what? what? You know what? I make my fucking dog walk. I make that motherfucker walk. I don't know. Here you go, chips. Here, climb in my fucking chest like you a fucking baby. Just tell me the truth. Tell me the truth, Brian. Your what? girl made you wear the backpack. I will respect you as my brother. I will respect you as my co-host if you tell you your girl told you to wear it. No, I wanted to wear that. And she bought it, and I was like, no, I wanted to wear that. And also, I, I didn't want to pick up, you know, after him. So I was like, fuck that. Her, I'm sorry. Oh, it's so a her? I, I, it's a her. It's so a, it's a bitch? Is, so. 
Yes. Take that up to the Simpson. Oh, look, it's a bitch. Bart, well, that's what you call the dog. It's a bitch. It's a bitch. It's a female bitch. Not derogatory, but it's just a bitch. In case you guys didn't, in case you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, Mr. B Ray and Miss Cass decided to become dog owners. They came of a new dog. They came, they got. When did you guys get the dog? When I was in Arizona. I believe so. Yeah, I think you were in, in Arizona. When so we it's been got a week, her, yeah. right? You guys have had the dog for like a week. Uh, a week and a half, wait, maybe. No, maybe. Maybe like a week and a half. I, I'm not too sure. Around that, yeah. So in case you guys are going, so again. Before we end the show, you can always follow B-Ray at B-Ray89. We get boxing and wrestling, and from now on, you're probably going to get dog photos. Uh, what's your dog's name again, Brian? Uh, her name is Star. Star. Estrella. There you go. Estrella. Yes. Estrella. <laughs> For all our Spanish-speaking audience members, which we have none, Estrella. Oh, so, man. How was, how was, first of all, how has your last couple of days been, and how was the week you took off? we took off? Because we weren't here last week. But real quick, for fans who care about what we do outside the show, mm-hmm. how have you been, Brian? I, I've been good, really. Uh, nothing much to do. Just you know, spending time with the with this new dog, and you know, if uh, anybody, uh, which I'm pretty sure not because I don't post it very much, but uh, I you know I post m- m- much of her on on Snapchat, which is uh, it's B Ray twenty six eighty nine. But I believe that's what it is. I don't fucking know anymore. But anyways, uh, nothing but just spending time with a dog. That's mm-hmm. it. Nothing really new. Works, works, work, and that's pretty much it, man. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I was, I was your vacation time. Um, very good. Again, guys, it is uh, Southern California, so it is pretty hot for me right now. So we are in the Bosswood Studio, so you will hear trains, yeah. motorcycles, and occasional bison or two selling elotes, and that's corn in a cob with some mayonnaise, some fucking nice fresh cheese. And some tapatio sauce, depending on how you guys like it. Again, you guys probably, go here. Probably some Pisces fighting in the background. Or Pisces fighting in the back. So in case you guys hear background, <laughs> you guys know where it's from. To answer your question, Brian, my vacation was pretty good. Um, many of you who tuned in a couple weeks ago knew that I went on vacation to Arizona. Uh, I've never seen the Grand Canyon. Me and my wife went out there. Uh, we spent a couple days in Phoenix with our cousin. Uh, a couple days in Sedona, Flagstaff. And we finished it off in a small town called Williams, which is two hours away from the Grand Canyon. I'll say this, though. It was fucking hot, but it was raining, though. It Ugh. rained all week in Phoenix, right? So, the weather's like 102, 105 the highest. Humid as fuck. So, you can imagine it raining and being hot. Yeah, exactly. Which Oof. I like. I like it. I love that type uh-huh. of weather. But it sucks because it's raining, you're getting wet, and you go into a, a restaurant or a supermarket where the they have the AC blown at full blast. So yeah. You, so, uh, sadly, my wife got sick. She got the flu during the week we were out there. And then I got sick at the end of the fucking trip. So I got so she got sick Sunday. We got the we got the Saturday night. She got the she got sick on Sunday. I got sick until Friday Friday morning. So Saturday when we went to the Grand Canyon, I was out of it. And then Sunday I'm re- I'm barely recovering from the cold. So you might hear me sniffle a couple times here and there or clear my yeah. throat. But other than that, it was great. Uh, drank a lot of beer. Uh, had a good laugh with her cousin Rachel. Uh, Rachel. Shout out to Rachel. I, I, I doubt she listens to the show, but shout out to to Rachel and uh, AKA Seamus, AKA Jeff. <laughs> My name is JF. I was wondering if I should say that name. I was like, nah. Seamus. Anybody who knows wrestling knows who the fuck we're talking about. But uh, shout out to them. They were very great hosts. They uh, lent. They get. They had a spare room. We stayed in the spare room. They took us out. They were very great. I love. I love my experience in Arizona. Um, even though I was in Arizona, I still uh, we still gave our predictions for this past Saturday night's fight on the Zone, which we'll talk about right now. But mm-hmm. I still kept my I still kept my ear to the boxing ground, and 
I mean, we've said it before, and I'll say it again. Boxing is a wheel that keeps on moving. It ain't gonna stop because it ain't. Boxing's not gonna stop for one small podcast like ourselves to be like, oh, Jay and Beer are not gonna be here this week. We gotta stop boxing news. No, that's gonna keep on going. And we thank all you guys who downloaded the past the the last episode. We thank you fans for interacting with us on on Instagram, liking our stuff, subscribing to our stuff. We thank you. Uh, pretty much, a, I I, I want to say thank you to everybody, but. To answer your question again, I had a real great time in Arizona. Besides the flu, besides the rain, I had a great time. I loved it. Uh, gave me time to relax, to re-energize, to come back here and uh, do a lot of stuff for uh, the podcast because I do do the podcast for Ram Alcoholics. I do this one, and uh, I can't talk about it now, but I do got big news coming soon on another podcast that's coming uh-huh. soon to us. But I can't talk about it now, but it's big, and that's something I was working on in Arizona, which I'm bringing back over here. But uh, again, to end it again, I was I had fun. It was great, uh, great experience. I'll say this one thing. I'll say this one thing. Being in Arizona, I didn't see a lot of Native Americans, but I did see a lot of stuff being sold by Native, sold as Native American shit. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, so like you see white people selling Jeez. Native American stuff, and you know I felt so awkward. I I felt very I felt like a minority. I'm a Latino male. I'm a 31 year old Latino. And I was in Arizona, and I saw a lot of white people. I'm not racist or anything, but I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of white people here. It felt, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll give you one little story. Um, Saturday night we got there. Uh, Rachel took us to this, like, dive bar, like, real dive bar. And they saw these, uh, <laughs> I'm showing you, I'm showing Brian what I drink, which is a little uh, container, a little canteen water bottle. They sold beer this size for six bucks. Which holy is shit. 40 ounce, a 40 ounce Modelo bottle for six bucks. Exactly. I had eight of those. Great food, um, great music, and they were playing heavy metal. They were playing rap. They were playing pop, pop music. It was like you know those jukeboxes you pay a dollar in. They were playing random shit, and there's some music where we're like, who the fuck paid a dollar to hear this shit? And I forget what song it was. Um, they were playing. Fuck, it was like a pop song. I forgot, and I and I said out loud, man, this this song could probably be played at a fucking Zumba class. I said aloud. I only said it for I only said it for my wife Rachel Seamus to hear, not for the one. Else. And this white guy goes, "Right? Do you teach Zumba?" And I'm like, "Yeah, every Tuesday night." I said, "Every Tuesday night at, at the Phoenix Boys and Girls Club." And he goes, oh, "Yeah, that's right. I took a class with you one time." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Like, and I don't know if he's being serious. I don't know if he's fucking around with me. I'm already I'm a little tipsy, so I'm like. Yeah, I remember you. You're the one that's always shaking his ass to me, and you're always winking at me, right? And he's all, "That's right. You got. You're that little skinny. Left. You're, you're the little skinny chub. No, you're the. You're the little chubby Mexican kid who teaches the class, right? And we're going back and forth. My wife's like, "What the fuck?" Cousin Rachel's laughing her ass off. Jeff's like, "Oh fuck, is this gonna be like turning into some gay shit?" Uh, <laughs> we went back and forth. I'll say this: I forgot the guy's name. Um, Rachel got his phone number, which I don't know how the fuck she did. We yeah, had, what the fuck? We ended up having drinks with this guy, having fun. The guy was like a racist, funny guy. He said some racist shit the whole time, but he said it in good humor, though. And it was, I won't repeat on this podcast. <laughs> no. But um, it was fun. It was like... Uh, I, I'll, ret- I'll retract my statement where I said there's a lot of white people there. And I'm not saying that I was scared. It just caught me off guard. When you're in California, you rarely see white people. Oh, exactly. Um, it's really rare. Arizona, especially the Phoenix town, very friendly people. I've been to many bars out here in Southern California and not, never have experienced a time where a random person will talk to you and shoot the shit with you. Even me and him were, we and him were shooting the shit back and forth each other about Zumba class and I were gay for each other on Zumba class. I uh, never have done that before in my life 
here in Southern California. Phoenix was everybody was friendly. Um, the um, at the end of the day, at the end of the night, the guy was like, "Hey, boy, hey, nice meeting you. Uh, have fun in Phoenix." Blah blah blah. Maybe we can bump into each other next time. Maybe have another couple more drinks. And and then he goes, "Maybe we can take that Zumba class we've been talking about." Real good. I forget the guy's name. I'm probably gonna call him Billy Bob. Billy Bob is his name now. But, um, Billy, Billy Bobby. Bobby. Billy Bobby. Billy Bobby was a good guy. Real chill dude. Shout out to Billy Bobby. Hey, wherever you are. Yeah, wherever you are, Billy Bobby. Well, he's a firefighter. He said he's a firefighter. So if oh, really? So he's a firefighter in Phoenix, people. Uh, if you see some white guy, tall dude, real buff looking, uh, who takes Zumba class, and he sounds like Billy Bobby, you tell Billy Bobby, the J from the J. Ray Ray Boxing Podcast said, what's up, guys? Billy Bobby, shout out. So, Brian, let's get into some boxing news because I bet you the fans are like, hey, you made us miss a fucking week of boxing. You're talking about fucking Billy Bobby. You're talking about fucking B-Ray wearing a fucking satchel with a dog on him on a fucking pumpkin patch and getaway. Who gives a fuck? Give me my goddamn boxing. By the way, thank you for being impatient, everyone, for, you know, because we went on a break, so. We went on a break. It was my fault. It wasn't yeah. Brian's fault. If it was up to Brian and he had the equipment, Brian would have probably recorded an episode by himself or had Miss Cass as a, as a special guest, which she would have been silent cast because it would have been Brian only talking about boxing <laughs> for himself. Mm. Oh, man. All right, so. Glad to be back. Seriously, glad to be back, guys. Thank you. All right, so there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So last week, let's go into the big thing I want to talk about because when we uh, we let, we finished the episode, on a, we record on Wednesday evening to be uh this news came out with the next day on thursday I, I believe the next day hbo president or whatever decided to say we're done with boxing we will no longer be doing boxing on the network uh not a surprise to me you uh, i think we both at the same time dm'd each other the news that hbo is withdrawing from boxing well it, here's the thing i mean yeah, the writing was on the wall, right? We we knew oh, they were been on the wall a long time. Uh, yeah, a long time. I we knew that, but here's the funny thing with me, man. To just still reading, hearing that HBO's going out of the out of the boxing business, I was still I was pretty shocked because I expect them to still still keep fighting. You get me? Still keep fighting. Maybe go on for another year, maybe two, but. But to be honest, the, the more I thought about, like, I, I, I was, I felt shitty at first, right? But the more I thought about, man, I'm, I'm no longer gonna listen to Jim fucking Lampley. I, I felt less shitty, and I was like, good, good riddance. I said, good riddance. You said, so hold on, fuck. I found the stupid article. I found the stupid post he sent me, and I fucking lost it. Okay, so uh, mm. hold on, my bad, my bad, my bad. What? Uh, oh, so it says a. Uh, Okay, so this was an article. Again, I'm sorry to recap this what happened two weeks ago, guys, but um, this is something that I, um, I wanted to talk about because we didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk about it. Sometimes, just, yeah. uh, this sometimes again, it goes back to the, the first statement I said in the beginning of the show right now. The boxing wheels keep on moving, with or without us, with or without any other boxing podcast, boxing blog, or boxing article. Boxing keeps on moving. You guys tune in to listen to us talk about this and give you guys our opinion. So if, we're, uh, if you guys don't like it, I do apologize, but this, this is something I want to talk about. So article is HBO's leaving after twenty five after forty five years, the network announces it's gone. So this is an article from New York Times. HBO's officially leaving boxing after forty five years. At HBO sports executive vice president Peter Nelson made the announcement that HBO will be dropping boxing Thursday morning in a meeting with an HBO boxing production staff. 
and I quote, this is not a subjective decision, Nelson said. No, this is not a subjective decision, end quote. Nelson said to the New York Times, quote, and, and, and he quotes, our audience research informs us that boxing is no longer a determin determinant factor for subscribing to HBO, end quote. So basically they're saying that they realized that people were not subscribing to the network for the boxing anymore. Well, no shit. Um, how many cards? Yeah. How many cards did they have last year? How many cards did they have this year? How many fucking pay per views did they have to the amount of cards they were having in boxing? Not a lot. I mean, how many? How many people knew they were having that Superfly? Remember that? Not a lot. We at best, we, at best, we barely wanted to cover it, and that was because we didn't know anything about it, and we didn't want to sound like fucking idiots talking about a card that we had no idea was happening. Again, yeah. for fighters that we never seen in the fucking never seen, mm-hmm. so there's no point to have covered it. And yeah. I think the HBO's uh, executive team is that you know what. No, no one's want. No one's tuning into HBO to watch Jim Lamp to listen to Jim Lampley. No one's tuning into HBO to listen to Max Kellerman. No one's tuning into HBO to listen to Roy Jones. They're tuning in to watch Ballers with the Rock. They're tuning in to watch Game of Thrones. They're tuning in to watch Deuces about how porn started in New York City. They're tuning in to watch LeBron's new fucking uh, mini series about the, them cutting hair and talking about current events. They're there to talk about the documentaries like Andre the Giant documentary, the documentaries of Ollie Frazier. They're there to talk about the HBO programming that is not boxing. So we've seen, like you said yourself, we saw the writings in the wall. But to me, it's very, and it's still to me, surreal to know that we will no longer see boxing anymore on HBO. Because it has been a staple of the sport. You said it yourself a couple weeks ago when we were talking about that they should be done, they should be out, and you said it yourself. For a long time, when people thought boxing, they thought HBO. Mm-hmm. HBO, 45 years later, saying we're done. Well, not really, because they later on came out and said they may want to do like a couple one-offs, maybe pay-per-views. No, no, you either, you either, you either all in or yeah. you're all out. You can't be one foot in, one foot out, HBO. Now, um... Roy Jones is not, is not out of a job. He was a uh, oh, he was a contracted he was a free, uh, free freelance announcer, which basically HBO hired him for that one show and any other show they needed him for. Max Kellerman, it was an employee of HBO. He was let go, but let's not feel let's not feel bad for Max Kellerman. He has a job on ESPN first take. That's what I said. Yeah. The only guy that stayed there is Jim Lampley, mm-hmm. who I and I wrote you on the text. The Jim Lampley must know how to suck some good dick to keep himself <laughs> yeah. back in HBO. Uh, it is yet to be known if the, the fucking bias game, I'm sorry, the fight game, will still be there, which makes no sense because if there's no boxing, there's no sense to have the fight yeah, game. Yeah, it makes no sense to have Cancel that, that motherfucker too. Um, <laughs> Brian, let me, I mean, I'm ranting, and I went on my Jim Lampley rant a couple weeks ago, but I'm stopping myself. What do you think so far? I... I think uh, I can. I'm pretty sure I can speak for everyone else that we all grew up watching uh, HBO boxing, right? I mean, we have many memories. I mean, they put on great fucking fights, man. But uh, uh, I, again, it was it was shocking to me. But I'm not feeling, you know, sad. I'm not feeling bad because again, the writing was on the wall. It was. I mean, it was time for them to stop putting boxing because nobody was watching it, dude. And, you know, for, for the people, for some people that are saying that, fuck, I don't know if boxing will be the same, you know, without, without HBO, it's going to continue. It's going to get better. But. Well, like we said right now, the wheels of boxing keep on moving. The, it exactly. It's going to keep gonna, moving. It ain't going to fucking stop because HBO's gone. Let's, I mean, 
Perfect example. This past weekend, the Zone did their own thing. ESPN's mm-hmm. gonna do their own thing. Showtime's still here. Facebook looks like it's in the game. You got a different avenues, and I think HBO saw exactly. that. HBO saw that they're no longer the big dogs in the park anymore. But what? But whose fault is that? I don't know if you want to get into that. Whose fault really is that? I mean, who shits on their own product? You know what? You, you and I have talked about this. Whenever Jim Blampley, you know, does something like that, when he says something, we talked about a couple weeks ago how he, he shit on a fighter. Remember that? He went on a rant. Yeah, when he shit on uh, Isaac Chalamba. Um, look. That was a many, many times that he did, he shit on fighters. I think you're talking, and then, hold on, I got this one too, where, mm-hmm. uh, sorry for the audio, this is another example in which, hold on. Aren't you embarrassed by this? Uh, great fighter having to fight. Uh, I'm mandatory that's by rules. I have to fight because they would do like Roy Jones didn't want him to do before he fought John Ruiz. Don't tell me, don't tell me about John. If, if, I, didn't, yes. if I didn't fight Larry, stop being nigger. If I didn't fight and defend my mandatory with the WBC, they would strip me. And I don't care what you say or anybody else say. This is my life. It's my property. If you do your job, I do mine. You think anybody wants to see this kind of fight again? Well, it, 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 don't, it don't matter if they want to see it again. It's the, it's the, but how do you get paid if nobody wants to see it? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not leaving out here without a check tonight. So let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah well, I, I, I mean, I don't know what kind of degree you got, but I got paid tonight. But I can assure you it won't happen again. Well, I'll tell you what, Larry. Unless you got powers other than being a commentator, then that's a part of the business and part of the problem. So since you're told Okay, so... Not the first time he, you know, it's not the first time like he shit on fighters. Not the first time shitting on a fighter who was doing a mandatory defense. Um, we again, we can go on a rant about how HBO, um, Larry Merch, and Jim Lampley, many others, have gone on and shit on fighters that they don't agree upon. They don't like their style. They don't think this. They painted the narrative for forty-five years, and they did. Should they, we say he was racist? I'm not gonna say that. Um, <laughs> they they picked and choose. They picked and choose. No, I'm not gonna go in there. They picked and choose who they wanted to be their spokesperson. Look. Yeah. The wheels of the bus started falling out. And again, I'm probably going to hear it. Oh, here he goes again. He'll find any excuse to talk about Mayweather. No. The wheels of the bus fell off when Mayweather left. And he took all mm-hmm. the fucking PBC fighters with him. All the exactly. Adrian Broners, the Keith Thurmans. All these guys walked out and walked out with Mayweather. And he was making them a shitload of money and a lot, giving them a lot of attention. And you shitted, you shitted on a guy him. and he still came to your network and still did his thing. Made you guys, the kept you guys on top. Took his shit, took his ball, took his people, and went to another network. And now they're the big juggernauts of the game. They're the big dogs in the game right now. You guys now are retreating. Would you say that the last straw was when uh, Bob Arum left, when he took his fighters? Well, Bob Arum, Bob Arum even put the the writing was on the wall, in which mm-hmm. I think I forgot the, what fight was it from Manny Pacquiao, uh, the Pacquiao-Bradley three fight. And I, I think Jim Lampley made some comments about there's no need for this fight. It's boring. And no, no. When he fought in Macau, who the fuck did he fight in Macau? Oh, um, Macau, uh, Macau Chan, o- I, he fought either, either Brandon Reels or Chris, o- Chris O'Jury. No, no, fuck, I'm, you know what, I, I'm trying to remember who, I th- I'm thinking it's a Bradley 3 fight, but I don't remember, anybody who listens to the show knows what I'm talking about, um, send us a DM or email us, uh-huh. um, Bob Arum sets it out, if HBO wants to be in the Manny Pacquiao business, they're gonna do it. They're going to buy the Manny Pacquiao fight. If they don't want to be in the Manny Pacquiao business, then we'll take her ball somewhere else because all the people want to see, want to be in the Manny Pacquiao business. Okay, well, HBO bought Timothy Bradley, Pacquiao 3, shit on it as well. And then when they offered them Vargas Pacquiao, they said, no, we don't want it. Okay, so Bob left. Uh-huh. And Bob left for good. And not only did Bob leave by himself, 
he took their two fighters that they were oh, they were they were googly eye for Lomachenko, and then he took Terence Crawford, and now HBO yep. lost their two their two big stars. So uh, who did they have? <laughs> they had Triple G. They had uh, Kovalev. Chocolatito. Chocolatito. Again, and I mean, and, and we we again we can go on this rant for yeah. for hours about how they hyped up and painted a narrative on how these fighters look. We can say again, we can sit here and talk about they dug their own fucking hole and they buried themselves. We can talk about they made moves, which long term didn't work out for them. Short term it did because they made a lot of money short term. Long term it didn't, we're, and we we just saw what happened two weeks ago. Um. Will HBO be back in boxing? Mm, I doubt it. I think with the streaming services like The Zone, the ESPN Plus app, Showtime, um, Facebook, and many other streaming services, it's kind of hard. I think uh, when those two celebrities that fought showed that you don't need big networks to make big fights. When Logan Paul and KSI fought, they proved to um, regular boxers, they're up and rising and said, you know what, you don't need HBO. At best, you don't need Showtime. If you have a good following of people following you on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, fucking Tumblr, where the fuck, people will tune in and watch you fight. KSI and Logan proved that, and they made a good grip of money. So HBO, I think, saw the writings in the wall. HBO saw that the other competitors coming up. They saw that that uh, that what they created, which was the network bidding wars, because they would win all these network bidding wars. Well, guess what? The other networks decided... Stayed out, waited until they got their money right, and like old Tupac said, wait until I got my money right and came, and came to war. Well, guess what? Showtime came to war, and they bought the war. They brought the war, and they brought their money with them, and you guys folded. The Zone came out of nowhere with quote unquote Eddie Hearn's billion dollar offer that the Zone giving him came in and took HBO to war. ESPN, which is the the world leader in sports, came in and said we want to put our hat in the boxing ring too. And gave and took and wanted to take HBO to war. Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, with his money, said we're gonna want to go to war too. So all these guys were at war. HBO was the only one that looked inside their fucking bank account and said we don't got enough money to go to war with these guys anymore. We're out. And I think that's the last thing I'm gonna say about HBO. That's the last the last analogy I'll say, is that they looked into their bank accounts and they saw they couldn't go to war. They saw they couldn't keep up the contracts with the. Look, Canelo's getting bigger and bigger. Those contracts are going to get bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Were they really going to be able to keep up, um, keep up the money, keep up and, and um, be able to guarantee Canelo a big enough purse anymore? When you mm-hmm. got DAZN, Showtime, Facebook, ESPN knocking on their door, which we'll talk about right now. We'll talk about later on the show. But yeah. I think HBO realized we don't got the money anymore. We don't got the money to go to war. We don't got the money to keep these fuckers off. We kept them off forty-five years. Yeah, we're too old now. We're we're too old. We're beat up. We're ring, we're we're ring worn now. We're out. Thank you. Forty five years. Thank you. This uh, you know me as a wrestling fan. This really reminded me of the uh, of the Monday Night Wars. It, it kind of it did, did remind me of that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, again, the, thanks for HBO. Th- forty five years. Thanks for forty five fucking years, man. Putting on uh, classic boxing fights. Uh, again, I remember telling you, man, if. Uh, since HBO's not putting no more fights, I think they should put all their all their fights, all their best fights, man. I don't know on YouTube, something like that, because they've had thousands of thousands of classic fights. So they have a good library. They have a great library. They they do, man. So 
Um, like you said, man, hey, uh, thanks. Thanks for coming to the boxing business. Thanks for putting on great fights. But, hey, the, the, the future is now. Yeah. And now, so they're they're finishing up the 2018 calendar, which I think. Uh, yeah, they have one more fight. Two yes. weeks from two week, two more fights. I no, no, I said one more ja- fight. Yeah, the Jenny Jacobs versus uh, Serbajenko or something. Something like that. I think in two weeks, I believe. Two weeks. I, I'm not sure. And then a possible Canelo Alvarez fight, which we'll talk about. Do you want? Is that the next topic you want to go into, or? Uh, you know? it's, it's up to you, really. I mean, yeah, I, I guess since we're on the subject. Okay, so we're on the subject. So Canelo Alvarez, HBO's done. It's dead. But not dead in the, not dead in the boxing world. Uh, Canelo Alvarez just announced he's gonna fight December fifteenth. MSG making his Madison Square Garden New York debut uh-huh. against no other than undefeated WBA super middleweight champion of the world. Europe, I think he's English. Yeah, the Englishman so. Rocky Fielding. Rocky. Not Rocky Balboa, folks. Rocky Fielding. Oh, fuck. Okay. Not Rocky Juarez. Rocky Fielding. Not Rocky Marciano. No. Not Rocky Marciano. Rocky Fielding. Now, I don't have my Conor McGregor soundbite, but that would be, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> yeah. No disrespect. I saw that picture. <laughs> I did. No disrespect. No disrespect. Again, I will reiterate. I respect every fighter that goes climbs mm. down to that ring. Not anybody can do it. But let's pay, let's pay for example. Boxing's about, you know, b- boxing is about creating stars. Boxing's about the best fighting the best. Is Rocky Fielding the best? I don't know. We're going to find out December 15th. But Rocky Fielding, super middleweight. Canelo just fought at middleweight. He's planning to move up in his campaign of hashtag daring to be great. I was about to ask. He's daring to be great. I was about to ask you. What do you think about the people saying that, hey, he's doing what Triple G couldn't do, man. He's daring to be great. Is he really daring to be great? I mean, you could have fought Surdo Ramirez who called his ass out right now. Oh, did he? So the goes, hey, you're coming in my division? You could have fucking come, came at me, motherfucker. He should Not be next. Surdo <laughs> Ramirez could have came in next. Daniel Gill. I mean, he just yeah. happens still Daniel Gill. Um, super middleweight. Is, it has good talent, but not great talent. It is no. not a loaded division like middleweight. Not that I know of, yeah. It's not a loaded division. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a good competitive division. But not a loaded star-studded division like Smithweight with uh, Jamal Charlo, D- Danny Jacobs, uh, uh, Lara, who's moving up now. You got a lot of big stars, a, a lot of heavy hitters there. Triple G still, uh, a third rematch with Triple G still available. Um, David Lemieux, you got a couple good heavy hitters in that division. Uh-huh. You decided to ignore all of them and decided to move up. And this hashtag guarantee be great campaign he's doing by moving up and becoming, what, a four-weight? No three weight division champion. Uh-huh. Um, how can I say this? How can I say this without sounding fucking stupid? I don't know. I'm not I, interested. I'll just say that. I'm interested. I'm not interested. I'm both. I'm half. Um, yeah, I think that's the best you can put it. Yeah. Because you know what? Rocky like Fielding, uh, it's super middleweight. Uh, he's a natural super middleweight. Canelo, Again, people are well, Canelo's already fought a super middleweight. Well, no, he fought a catchweight at 160 something, 166, 165. 64 and a half, something like that. There you go. He fought there. He fought against a bloated fucking uh, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., a glorified punching bag, a glorified sparring partner on their supposedly the most anticipated Mexican match of all time. Um, look, I don't know who Rocky Fielding is. I know he's a, a champion, but he's not the legit champion, he's a regular champion. 
Again, yeah. we've gone into discussions about title belts and the alphabet soups and what the titles mean. I mean, this guy could be the super, super, super champion of the excellence of ex- this, of that. He's a title holder. And Canelo's picking him because he's a title holder. Yep. Uh, I'd much rather have preferred David Lemieux because I thought that would have been a more interesting fight. Yeah. I, I thought that that's the fight we were, we were going to see I in th- December. I thought that was a bang-out. I think that would have been a bang-out fight. Mm-hmm. Even though I would have favored Canelo in that fight. Yeah, but too. I still would have given David Lemieux the puncher's chance. Here in this fight, Canelo would be the heavy favorite going against Rocky Fielding because nobody knows who he is. Outside of, uh, unless you're a big boxing head, you know who Rocky Fielding is. Um, the only thing I'm giving Rocky Fielding is the theater of the unexpected. You never know. He might come in surprise Canelo. He is the natural 168 pounder. He's undefeated himself. Um... Well, I, I, as, as, the, as the fight gets closer, I'll, I'll probably give my predictions. And I'm sorry you guys are hitting the train. Um, Brian, what were you going to say? I mean, no. I mean, I mean, can it be also... I mean, we talked about this too. Can it be also... One of the reasons he's moving up to 168 is because the whole uh, the whole deal... Remember the weight deal in, on January 1st, 2019? Oh, yeah, so you starting, think that could be... Maybe. So, anybody who doesn't know, starting January 1st... Uh, the, uh, you have to come in only 10, 10% of your weight. So if the weight limit is 160, you can only go up 10 pounds. 10% of that weight, hydrate until that of, of the weight. Um, you may, you bring up a good point. Is he doing that to prep himself? Because maybe he can make 160, but uh, he could probably balloon up, up to like super middleweight or like heavyweight. So he decides, you know what, to avoid this, to disguise this as daring, hashtag daring to be great, I might just do this right away and decide to move up and wait. Who knows? Yeah, because it seems that way. Look, we've said this before. Starting January first, you're going to see a lot of fighters moving up and wait, or risk, or risk getting fined and suspended, or what, or both. So this might be an indication that Canelo might be campaigning fully at 168. This could be uh, Canelo just trying to cash in on the, just trying to cash in a big money grab by staying active. Who knows? Um, you gotta remember, he he hadn't fought in a year. His last fight was yeah. September. He fought this September. Um, he would have to wait until May. Maybe he wants, you know, he did he did say he wanted to be those. He didn't want to be this other. And I, mean, I know he's he dug at Mayweather. I don't want to be a fighter that only comes fight once a year. I want to be an active fighter. I want to fight twice a year. So maybe this is Canelo showing that he wants to fight twice a year, and instead of struggling to make one sixty, might as well just you know. Come in, come in, come in on December fifteenth, and just come in at one sixty eight, and not struggle to make the weight. Because I mean, it is holiday season. It's the you got tamales, you got champurrado, yeah. you got a lot of food. You got that. Ooh, cl- don't get me started on that. You got a lot. You got a lot of clambuterol meat out there. You don't want to fuck up. <laughs> so maybe he said, you know what? I want to fight one more time, Oscar. Uh, I don't want to struggle making weight because it is tamale season. Um, let's just make it one sixty eight, just so me and Chapo don't have to worry about the clambuterol tacos. Uh-huh. So, um, that's what I think. But here's the big story. Where's this fight going to be fucking broadcast to? HBO just said they're gone. But they said they're gone starting January 1st. So, they could still produce... They still could distribute this fight. But... Yeah, I've heard something about that. How they they want to negotiate. Saying, hey, maybe one do one more show. So, it's a it's a possibility. Well, what'd you do? I mean, we saw how they, 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 they barely promoted the Triple G2 yeah. fight. 
I mean... No, but I agree. I don't think it should be, but fuck, who knows? What does he go to? I don't think so. The zone? No, you know, if, if we're going to talk talk about something like that, I, I doubt he's going to go to the zone. I doubt he's going to go on ESPN because ESPN don't, you know, they don't have pay-per-view fights. Yeah. Unless they're, they're going to change that for him, which I doubt. For In my opinion, I'm pretty sure everyone can agree, can say that I think the best place for him to go if he wants to fight on pay-per-view is Showtime. They have the format to do it. Look, here's one mm-hmm. thing I heard that uh, the numbers haven't come out, but I'm hearing reportedly the Anthony Joshua's fight against uh, fucking Pavekin oh, yeah. only did 17,000 views out here in the United States. I heard about that. So it's the lowest views, 17,000 mm-hmm. here in the United States. I'm not coming to the UK because he has a fan base. But here in the United States, not a lot of people tune in. Look, a lot of people don't know what the zone is. Uh, some people don't even know how to fucking pronounce it right. My wife pronounces it as the Zan. I pronounce Zan. it as the zone. I'm assuming Mr. Lou is pronouncing it the zone or the Zan or Daw zone. Or I don't know how the fuck he pronounces it. And I'm not shooting at you, Mr. Lou. Please don't shoot me back. I heard what you said. I didn't fucking say it. Don't shoot at me. So, again, not a lot of people know what the zone is. And you're right. ESPN doesn't have uh has not been on the pay per view format before. I I think they have. I think it was a. I think they have. It was like yeah. a triple header with a Margarito versus Centron, uh, Shane Mosley versus I forgot who. It was like a triple header HBO pay per view uh-huh. a, a couple years back, a couple years ago, a long time ago. Um, but can they guarantee Canelo that type of money? He's used to now. The only big dog in the house that knows how to run pay per view, uh-huh. and has a track record of successful pay-per-views and know it's got to be Showtime. Exactly. But is Showtime going to do it knowing that they have their own pay-per-view with December 2nd? No. What's the uh, Tyson Fury fight? Tyson, uh, December 1st. December 1st. So are they going to are they going to do a pay-per-view December 1st and a couple weeks later do another pay-per-view? I mean, they have the money. Yeah, they do. But I, I don't think they would do that where they have two pay-per-view fights in, in, the, in the same month. So... They've never done that before, but can they do it? I, I have I have good faith they can. Possibly. Well, look, Canelo's been posting about a major announcement coming. Uh, which Eric I Gomez I know, and yeah. De La Hoya have that stupid look on their face on the fucking jet airplane. <laughs> like, hey, <we're, laughs> we got some important shit to be doing today. Uh, uh, I mean, they could be announcing anytime soon. Right now as we speak... They could be announcing their deal, where where this fight's gonna be broadcast on, mm-hmm. an exclusive deal. Look, Triple G, look, all, a lot of fighters are no longer gonna be fighting in HBO. Triple G needs to look for a home. Mm-hmm. Kovalev looks like he found a home for his rematch, but he's gonna have to find a home soon too. Um, look, the landscape of boxing right now is changing because of a network leaving the boxing game. Someone's gonna win. Someone's gonna someone's gonna miss out on the opportunity. My my oh, money definitely. my money's on Showtime taking the opportunity and saying, "Hey, De La Hoya, we're willing to bury the hatchet. I know you don't like Steven Espinosa. He don't like you, but we we have something in common. We both love money." I was about to How mention about like, you come work last with us. Time I heard they were not in good terms, De La Hoya. Yeah. And I know so. Eddie Hearn could be like, "Hey, hey, you know, I got I got a billion dollars here. Why don't you come <laughs> over to the zone? You know, we can co-promote everything." Which apparently, uh, they did say apparently that Eddie Hearn and ESPN has to have contact with Canelo. I don't know if you heard that. Same Showtime. What was that again? Eric Gomez said all three parties have contacted him. Showtime, ESPN, The Zone have all Mm -hmm. come back and and made their offers. 
So I'm assuming they're going to Canelo going, this is what you want. Look, the, the only network that has made the biggest acquisition of the biggest boxing superstar of all time, Floyd Mayweather, offering him a six-fight, $100 million deal. Uh-huh. I said yep. this to you a couple weeks ago. If HBO's leaving, Showtime should make an offer to Canelo. A four-fight, $80 million deal. Guaranteeing him $20 million per fight. Four-fight, $20 million. $80 million. Again, No, again, it just it makes sense. Again, if Canelo wants to fight on pay-per-view, that's the place. Showtime. And I feel Showtime. confident that Showtime, Showtime will offer him something that he probably can't refuse. And they have the, ta- and they have the talent pool right now. And that too. They have the talent pool to give this man money and give him fights, compelling fights that fans are going to want to watch and pay for. Mm-hmm. Which I, mean, I think he's going to go there. I don't know. I mean, Rocky Fielding, isn't he promoted by Eddie Hearn? I think he's a pro- Eddie Hearn promoted fighter. So this fight could land on his own, but again, maybe. I just yeah, said his own just did 17,000 views for the uh, Joshua fight. We still haven't found out what the fucking Vargas fight was. Which we'll talk mm-hmm. about right. We'll talk about soon, but Canelo Fielding, right? You're not interested, he said. Yeah, I'm not that interested. I mean, if it's on pay per view, yeah, for sure, I'll be like, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that fight. It's not interesting. This that fight sounds like more of a you know you just easily just put it on. You get me on like on on. Do I want to say free TV? Like it's a non pay per view fight. Let's put it that way. It's a non pay per view fight. But if they're but if they're gonna put it on pay per view, I'm not buying it. I don't care how much it costs. 64 or something or no? Yeah, that? Who, who knows exactly. But Is it 84? This, who knows, man. But, I don't know. I, I got my DirecTV bill, so I got to look at it right now. Okay? <laughs> Talk about that. I got to pay my but, DirecTV bill. Fucking yeah, it's not a... Big this one. Yeah. Fucking big. I'm going to pay half. I'm going to be like, you guys, take, you guys do payment plans? Because it's a little bit big right now. Right. But, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm not that interested. I'm not buying that fight. And no, I, again, I think the, the best move for him is to go to Showtime. But again, we will see what 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 he thinks is best for him. But we're just gonna have to wait and see. We will have to wait uh-huh. and see. You're right. Uh, other boxing news: While we, I was out on vacation, uh, certain somebody failed the drug test. Billy oh. Joe Sanders <laughs> failed the Vada drug test. Um. Now, wasn't he talking shit about Canelo? <laughs> yes, he was. Indeed, he was. Oh, man. That's Pretty bad, too. Like... Not a good look for Billy Joe Sanders. He's Not had a... some bad luck this year, right? Didn't he have, like, three fights already canceled, I believe, this year? No. Did he? No. He had a oh, fight. no? He had a fight or the last, at least last year? I saw a picture like that. No, I don't think so. His last fight was against David Lemieux. Was it last December? That was last December. He has an, uh, no, he, so he, after beating David Lemieux, uh, he was supposed to, hold on, sorry, okay. So he was supposed to fight Triple G. Triple G had him as a backup opponent, mm-hmm. and uh, Canelo came in last minute and offered Triple G a good amount of money, and then said cancel the fight against, Triple G then canceled the fight against David Lemieux. So David Lemieux stood in there like fucking holding, the, holding, his, holding his dick in his hand <laughs> because he thought he was going to get a big fight against Triple G. So then, um, Billy Joe Sanders decided to fight Demetrius Andre, which I felt was a good compelling middleweight. Another good middleweight fight between two middleweight thoroughbreds. And the fight, I think, was supposed to take place a couple weeks from now. But they both are testing through Vada. And Billy Joe Sanders tested. So 
uh, we wrote here on September 27th. Holy shit. Said, I wrote, Billy Joe Sanders has failed a Vada drug test. He tested positive for Oxoline. Man, what else is going What else are we going to find out later today? Uh, one of our fans wrote that it's a decongestant nasal spray. And he, and he put, and I'm sorry if I butcher this, my friend, don't get your knickers in a twist as well. <laughs> he came on and said that the confusion comes from VADA for not being official doping for the UK, but he says that the WADA and the BBBC is concerned. It's a, it is an okay supplement to use. Not supplement, but he's okay to use it. He's cleared to use it. VADA, on the other hand, says no. It's you can't use it. Wow. So, Vada says no, and I think it was what a couple of days ago that it said that the fight is canceled, and that fight's canceled. Billy Joe Sanders, Demetrius Andre will not be fighting for the WBO title. Billy Joe Sanders is now stripped of the WBO title, uh-huh. and I think they're fighting. They're fighting, or they already found the replacement for Andre, and they will be fighting for the vacant WBO middleweight championship of the world. Brian. First question: What do you think of the drug testing? What did first of all? What did you think of Billy Joe Sanders popping? And secondly, are you still interested in watching the WBO vacant title fight between Demetrius Andrade and I don't know who's fighting? Well, I mean that. <laughs> like it made me laugh. Like, whoa, wait a minute! Like he was talking all this shit about Cano, you know, cheating and then taking you know these drugs or whatever, and then. What do you know? He tested positive for I forgot, forgot the name is. Um, I mean, I believe it was that same day with I believe with HBO announcing. I mean, everything was just going out of control, man. Like everything was happening so fast. But I I was really surprised by that, and I'm hearing that uh, I forgot the guy's name that Billy Joe Sanders was gonna fight. I kept I keep hearing that most likely in the future by next year he might fight Canelo. And, and fight for the vacant belt. Demetrius Andre? Yes. Demetrius Andre is a great fight. Uh, not great, uh, he's a good fighter who has had promotional problems and has prevented him from actually showing how great he could be. Mm-hmm. It's how I can sum up Demetrius Andre. A good yeah. fighter, technical, uh, technically a good fighter, um, but because of promotional ties, because of disputes, uh, we have failed to see what he can be and which I think he can probably be a great fighter. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally agree. You're right. Billy Joe Sanders did make fun of Canelo, saying, "You know, how can you test for shit?" And blah blah. blah. Yeah. And he comes out testing for something. Um, this is where you gotta watch out what you're taking. This is where you have to. You can't just take anything anymore. And no, and you, you it, gotta it, know it, what you can take and what you can't take. This is where I like the fact that we're having this type of programs in boxing, and. The same. I'm gonna give him the same treatment I gave Canelo. You gotta know what the fuck you're doing. You're not being. You're not. A, you're not a part-time professor. You're not working a part-time job. You are a. Uh, uh, you're a, an athlete who should know what you're putting in your body. Now, if you know that in your country you're okay with, they're okay with you using this nasal congestion spray, but. Your team and yourself fail to re- to find out if Vada, who you are testing with, because you're not testing through the BBC, BBC, the Boxing Council over here in your country, but your Vada is testing you, shouldn't your team and yourself find out, am I okay to use the spray because I don't want to pop for this shit? Mm-hmm. Isn't this what you should be finding out? 
I believe you should. I honestly believe you should find out if you're if this shit that you're taking overseas is okay to be taken over here, because it may not be. And we just saw this example right now. We saw it with Canelo. Oh, I, I ate bad tainted meat. Everyone does it. Well, it's on the fucking list. You shouldn't have taken it. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know. How the fuck do you not know, man? This again. These are questions you should ask. These are questions. Okay, if you don't know, your team should know what the fuck you should not be taking. Exactly, because they're responsible. They're, they're responsible, responsible for you. Of what you take. So these are the people you hire to make sure that you make the cut, you make the weight, you are physically prepared, you're mentally prepared. They, they're they the ones that are telling you, put this, this in your body, trust me, this will do good for you, and it's legal. Then, the same treatment we gave Chepo, the same the same treatment we get Eddie, will be the same treatment we'll be giving Billy Joe Sanders' uh-huh. team, the same treatment we gave Canelo, we will give Billy Joe Sanders' You test it. You, you piss hot. Fuck it. Accept it. Apologize. And you're, I mean, you're stripped. Did they say how, I mean, did, did they say how long he suspended? I don't know if they ever said anything about that. I don't know. No, right? All they said, he stripped of the belt and the fight's canceled, right? I think that's all I heard about him. Well, let me rephrase that. Boston, Massachusetts denies Billy Joe Sanders a license because of the failed test. So the Massachusetts State Athletic Commission on this Tuesday denied middleweight title holder Billy Joe Sanders a boxing license because of the recent failed drug test for the banned performance enhancing stimulant oxyoifluorine, meaning his upcoming fight is canceled and the WBO will likely strip him of his title. And Sanders will lose $2.3 million payday he was about to make for this fight. Damn. So, look, man. He's pretty good, man. So, it just sucks that we we couldn't see to see anybody attempt to to take that belt from him. But, fuck. I mean, look. This is an era now where they're testing crazy now. You should know. You should know what what you're doing. You should be held responsible to the fullest account. We gave, we did a whole entire episode where we gave Canelo slack and called bullshit on. Well, I didn't know what the fuck I was eating. No, you knew. Either you knew or your or your team is stupid. Yeah, and it should be no different with this with, with this guy right here. Billy's the same thing. You should you you should have known that Vada had this flagged as a performing enhancing supplement. Or your team, or you should have known. Your team should have known. Or your team's stupid. Simple yeah, it's as, one of them too. It's one of the two. Your team it's is stupid, or you should guys should have known. Should have done your homework. Should have done. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Again, they should really. Every fighter should really look into that. Should always like be informed. They should always be informed of things that you know it's, it's okay to take. Things that are, that are not okay to take. I know I, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that man Either you're fucking stupid I mean You you gotta check What what went wrong You gotta correct that So it won't happen again But uh But like you said we, We're missing out on I honestly feel We're missing out on a good fight I think Billy Joe Sanders Is a, is a uh-huh. uh, good talent We saw him perform Against David Lemieux Which I don't know if, Oh shit I don't know if you saw David Lemieux's tweet saying, I know you fucking are a dirty piece of shit. You're a fucking cheater, you piece of shit. If I see you, I'm going to kick your ass. And I'm, not, I'm not saying in the exact words, but I'm saying it in the most, I'm probably saying it in the, in the exact anger that David Lemieux wanted to say it on Twitter or Instagram. 
I'm I'm vocalizing it here. He basically said, you'll kick his fucking ass, and you're a fucking cheater. I knew you were a fucking rat bastard, all that shit. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) A lot of anger in him, but... I mean, hey, Billy Joe Sanders and David Lemieux don't like each other. No, they don't. Billy Joe Sanders went went full out on his ass on the press conference. Mm -hmm. Basically called him a fucking fat Canadian. So... Yeah. And then, uh, you, you can say he embarrassed him. Billy Joe Sanders embarrassed David Lemieux in that fight. Yep. So, the zone doesn't have a middleweight, a big attraction anymore because that was the only fight I was willing to watch on the zone. Mm-hmm. Billy yeah. Joe Sanders, Demetrius Andre. I didn't, I didn't watch the Joshua fight. No. I'm gonna no. say it right now, I didn't watch the Vargas fight this this past Saturday, mm-hmm. and I was only gonna watch the the Sanders Andre fight. While we're on topic. Let's talk about it now. Let's get out of the way. This past Saturday, there was a fight. Triple header. You had um, Big Baby Miller versus uh, Thomas Adamick. You had uh, Arthur Bivol versus uh, fucking cause Kevin Johnson. And then you had Jesse Vargas versus Thomas DeLorme. Brian, did you watch any of these fights? No, I didn't see any of them. Were you I'll that wait. interested or you just didn't care? Or, well, you said you, I, didn't, I... you said you didn't subscribe to... to uh, to the zone, yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm not subscribed to, to the zone. I'm, yeah, it just didn't interest me to be honest with you, not at all. I mean, Jesse Vargas, he's pretty good, but it just wasn't enough for me. Again, like, oh, I just I want to subscribe and watch the fight. It wasn't enough for me. So, well, um, I uh, we did our predictions. I predicted that uh, first fight we'll talk about is Arthur Bivol. Bivol first. I mean, better view. I'm sorry. Versus Johnson for the IBF super, um, no, super fucking shit, I'm sorry. So that's when I'm out for a week. So, Dimitri, uh, fucking, better Viev versus Johnson for the IBF light heavyweight championship of the world. Um, I, being you usually always do a prediction episode, we didn't do a prediction, a prediction episode. So while I was out there in Arizona, I posted my prediction, so I'm going to read what I put. Predictions, better Viev versus Johnson. Two undefeated fighters with high KO percentage. For sure, not a sleeper fight. Entertainment, for as long as it lasts, my money is on better VF stopping Johnson in the late in the fifth. <laughs> that was my prediction for better VF. Um, I saw highlights. Look, better VF is a very good power fighter. I'll say this right now. He looks like uh, Khabib Nargamedov's fucking brother. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, Johnson and never I didn't know who he was. Um I just knew that it was gonna be a good fight. Both guys were undefeated fighters. Both guys uh had a high uh uh high KO percentage and I felt this fight was gonna pretty much like I wrote it was gonna last it was gonna be a barn burner and it was gonna as long as it lasts, that's how it's gonna be. And man. The fight ended up being ended in the fourth round, so I was off by a round. Fuck, close enough. Close enough. I don't see if it was not that bad. <laughs> um, both guys uh, were laying bombs on each other. Better VF to me looked like he was hurt a couple times. Better VF looked like he hurt Johnson, and at the end, he fucking rocked his ass and put his ass down. Uh, I. Uh, 
Callum Johnson is calling for a rematch, saying I'd want to do it again. I'd want to see it again from the highlights, and I'd probably tune in. Um, to me, Better Viv is, to me, a heavy hitter. And the one fight I'd want to see after this, if he's not going to fight Johnson again, I want him to fight the winner of Alvarez Kovalev. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that, that does some, seem like a, a fight that I'll probably tune in to watch. Because if he fights Kovalev, you got two fucking Russian bombers. Yeah. Just <laughs> raining on each other. I'd like to watch that fight. Yeah, that'd be fucking interesting, really. So, there's not much to say, again, there's not much to say, guys, here, because me and him didn't really watch the fight. We're both going by highlights. But, uh, that, that again, that was my pick, was better via uh, fourth round. Fifth round, I'm sorry. Knockout. He ended in the fight. He ended in the knockout on the fourth. Our next fight was Big Baby Miller versus Thomas Adamick. I'm going to write. Uh, I'm going to write. I'm going to read what I wrote. Prediction time. Miller versus Adamick. Heavyweight fight. This one's going the distance with Miller outworking Adamick. To me, this is a showcase fight for Miller. Unanimous decision. Miller. Miller ended up winning this fight. First round knockout. Fuck. Um, he came in at 324 pounds. Big baby. That was a big, a big fuck, fucking baby. That's right? a big fucking baby indeed. Uh, <laughs> look, when I heard this fight, I knew this was a show. This was just a showcase fight. This was a fight to make big baby, big baby Miller look like a a, a, a legit contender to Anthony Joshua's titles. Mm-hmm. So you put him against uh, uh, you put this fight card in Chicago against. A, a Polish fighter, Chicago very Polish crowd. You're doing this as a showcase fight. You're putting a Polish fighter whose best days are behind him, and you put him against a younger fighter who can outwork him. And I didn't see the knockout because I don't see Big Baby Miller having good pop, even though he's a heavyweight. But he proved me wrong, and he did what he was supposed to do: take out this fighter that you're supposed to take out. He took him out. Is it, is it a, a good performance to merit him a match on April against uh, Anthony Joshua? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Mm, maybe. Or maybe a clash with uh, Luis Ortiz. Big baby for Luis Ortiz? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Luis Ortiz is looking at Dylan Wayne more than he does baby, Big Baby Miller. No one's looking at Big Baby Miller. Unless you're looking at the fact that he looks like a big baby. No disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect. He does look like a big baby. Um, showcase fight. I, I can't say nothing more. It was a showcase fight to me. Uh, he did what he did. Uh, again, I'll repeat again. Does it merit him a match against Anthony Joshua? No, but who's Joshua going to fight? If De- if Dylan White's going to be tied up with uh, Luis Ortiz, Big Baby Miller's your only option for a- a- an April fight because it doesn't look like you're going to be fighting Wilder in April. Well, I don't know if you remember uh, that hearing that supposedly the WBC has ordered that um, Joshua has to fight the winner of Wilder Fury. So, maybe, maybe Joshua might fight uh, Big Baby Miller. Is an option fight, fight to wait for the winner of this to wait? Come again? So you think he'll fight Big Baby Miller while he waits for negotiations with the winner of Fury Wilder? I, I, I think so, possibly, yeah. So I think the either, either he does face... Wilder, Wilder or, or Fury, one of them two, or he fights uh, Big Baby Baby Miller. 
I think those are the two possibility uh, fights that he's, he's going to have in April. Okay. No, I agree. I totally uh, agree. All right. So let's go to the next fight. Uh, main event time. Jesse Vargas versus Thomas DeLorme. Uh, the week going into the fight, it was announced that the winner would become the number one contender for uh, Sean Porter, WBC title. So this fight became more of a... Of a of a interim fight where one becomes the interim champion which becomes right. the next online for Showtime Sean Porter I wrote Vargas versus Delorme Vargas coming off this coming off this draw to Broner in which we here tonight we here thought he won Delorme coming off a loss I think this is going to be a good scrap but Vargas takes it unanimous decision this fight ended in a draw good fight yeah another draw for him <laughs> uh, good fight both guys busted each other up um I kind of want to see it because I'm hearing great reviews about this fight. Um, uh-huh. A good give and take. Um, another draw is just uh, Jesse Vargas is a good fighter. He's pretty good, yeah. And I give him that. You have to earn you. He Jesse from uh, Jesse Vargas to me looks like a guy. You have to earn your win against him. He doesn't just give it to you. Uh-huh. You're gonna have to take the win from him. You want to win, you gotta take it from him. He ain't gonna give it to you, and. I was counting Delorme out. I was looking at the Delorme that lost to Terrence Crawford. Um, I said to myself, Delorme don't got it no more. Delorme is just another guy with a good name under his belt. And I was going to give Vargas the benefit because he's, he's, he's coming off a great, I consider a win against Broner. Um, I, I was rooting for Vargas. But from what I read, Thomas Delorme, uh, a different version of Delorme came tonight and said, no, I'm not going to lay down. Fuck no, I'm here to fight. This is my last shot. I lose this, I'm I'm out. I'm I'm my name is never gonna be mentioned in the top welterweight division. Uh-huh. So this was this was a type of fight. You got Vargas coming in as a fighter that I'm red hot. People remember me from the Broner fight. I'm a, a good amount of people thought I beat Broner, and if I win, I put myself in line to fight Sean Porter. And Thomas Delorme is a guy who was trying to stay relevant in the division. A division that many writers, many bloggers, and podcasters like myself wrote him off and said, "You're done, dude. Like you're, you're just another fight to make this guy look good, so he can be, so he can get a bigger fight in this uh-huh. next fight." Well, no, Delorme probably read, heard what we said, and said, "Fuck you, I'm coming to fight, and I'm gonna win, and I'm gonna prove to you why you shouldn't overlook me." And I guess that's what we saw. We saw two good fighters, neither one giving each other an inch, and it ended in a draw. I haven't seen it. Um, this this weekend I'll have time, so I'll probably go on YouTube see if it's on, and I'm gonna watch the fight. And maybe next week I can, get, I can give you a better, uh, a better not breakdown, but a better uh, review of the fight than I'm giving to you right now. Which I do apologize to the fans because we didn't watch the fight. I wouldn't be surprised if there'll be a rematch soon. I mean, we thought we thought the same thing about Broner. There was no rematch. Maybe Parker just moves on. True. Hey, fuck that guy. So talk about Broner now. <laughs> AB about billions. I don't know if you want. I, I, the one thing I'll about mention that is uh, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> the one thing I, I would oh, mention man. is that uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Brian, come on, AB, I'll be Ray. That he was mentioned in about how one of the fights of the WBC. I think I think WBC. I don't know. The, the, one of the fights has been ordered. Oh yeah, the WBC. WBC did like a shitload of fucking like 
You got to fucking fight and shit. Yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and he was part of it. Uh, him and uh, uh, Oscar. Oh. Um, was it Oscar Linares or Jorge Linares? Jorge Linares. Jorge Linares, yes. So he, uh, WBC ordered Jorge Linares versus Adrian Broner for the WBC Junior Welterweight Championship. Thank you. They also ordered Leo Santa Cruz versus the Gary Russell Jr. Gary and they also junior. ordered uh, Mikey Garcia versus uh, what the fuck? I forget the guy's name. Yeah. Something Campbell. I fucking forgot his name. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> Brian, Brian, you really, yeah. you really think that Adrian Broner's gonna fight Jorge Linares? Where there's rumors of him gonna fight Pacquiao? If he, you know what, I, I don't care. One of them too. I just hope Floyd they just, Mayweather. I just hope he, they fuck. I, I, no, I, I don't want to see Broder Mayweather. No, fuck. I come no, from that, the streets, water and cornflakes. I, <laughs> I learned the hard way. <laughs> oh man, that should crack me up when he said that. No oh, man, look, Broner Pacquiao. Pacquiao, bro. Uh, you know what? That yeah, that fight would have been nice back when Broner was undefeated. Money May versus AB. That, that, that's nothing. That's nothing to me. That's just full of Tokyo, shit. Japan. Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> Live on pay per view. No man, no. I, no, I, I, I just, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say this, but I'm, I'm just waiting for somebody to fuck up Broner so bad he stops, you know, stops boxing. That's it. Wow, you're wishing for someone to harm Adrian Broner. What the yes, fuck I, I, is wrong with you? I think I'm far. I'm gonna go as far as fucking say that. What is wrong with you? Why are you wishing harm on another fighter? You know what he needs? He needs a good spanking. That's what he needs. That sounded so gay. What do you think he needs? A yeah. Spanking? He needs a good spanking. He do the fucking sound of spanking. Someone needs to really beat the fuck out of this guy because it seems like no one has really done that. Marcos, Just when I thought they did, no one has really Marcos done that. The guy keeps talking. Marcos Maidana. Yeah, he he really did, but the guy kept talking. So that means like, fuck. I guess he didn't beat the fuck out of him. It's bad, bad enough for him to shut look, up look, and be humble. But if no, there, if there's anything to be learned, you can be the biggest shit talker and you can take the biggest beating, and you're still gonna be a shit talker. Adrian Broner's an example. Conor McGregor's another example. Shit talkers that took beatings, and they still talk. So Adrian Broner, uh, again being rumored to fight either Manny Pacquiao or Floyd Mayweather, but he's also being ordered by the WBC to fight. Um. Out of those three, who do you think he fights possibly? Or out of those three, who do you want to see the most? Um, I, again, I, I don't like seeing him in at all. But uh, to be realistic, I think he fights uh, Linares. I think he fights him possibly. I think he's out of the three. If, you, if you're asking me, out of the three, I think most likely it's it's him. I don't think he's gonna fight uh, a Mayweather or a Pacquiao. You don't think he will? I don't think so. I don't think the fight will... I mean, I don't give a fuck if he wants it or not. I don't give a fuck what he thinks. But I I just don't know if the, get me, if the negotiation will really happen. All right, so you just said that. That's a good segue. So you sent me... This is a rumor report. Pacquiao close to signing is signing with Al Heyman. Let me finish. A report from the Philippines <laughs> claimed Manny Pacquiao has decided to sign with Floyd Mayweather advisor Al Heyman ahead of his proposed match. The legendary eight-division Filipino world champion is said to be on the verge of agreeing to fight former world weight former four-weight title titleist Adrian the Problem Broner in the second week of January in Las Vegas before then taking a fight with Mayweather once again. So Brian, you just said that you don't think you'll fight Manny Pacquiao because of negotiations. Well, here's a rumor that says Manny Pacquiao is about to sign with Al Heyman. Do you feel that if he signs with if if tomorrow morning you read Manny Pacquiao signs with Al Heyman, PBC, an exclusive deal with Showtime. 
Do you feel that the fight with Broner is closer, or do you you don't think that fight's gonna happen? Uh, I think it gets closer, but uh, for Manny signing without Heyman, this it's one of those things where I say uh, I'll believe it when I see it. But Manny Pacquiao ain't signing with no fucking Al Heyman. Exactly, I I can hear him in the Fuck background that. when I read that. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> I think Bob is going to say something like that. Fuck that. Manny Pacquiao is the champion of the welterweights. I I just, again, I'll believe it when I see it because, I mean, how how long has it been that he's, I don't know how long he's been with top rank. And also another thing I said to myself, I was like, fuck, too late. Too late for you to go to another promoter or whatever, you know, outside of uh, top rank. It's is too it, fucking late. Is it really, man? Is it, really? it is too late because he's not he's not that great of a fighter anymore as he was as he used to be. You know what? This this past weekend proved something to me. It doesn't matter if you have if you have uh if you still have some drawing power, people will come watch you. Yeah, but the, the fights wouldn't be I don't know, I feel like it won't be that great anymore because he doesn't it doesn't he it's not in him anymore. It's not, it's, in him. Not. it's not in him, but people will still pay to see him. People will see him, exactly. But, that, but that's a difference. So it doesn't matter. It's not no, in I, him. I, I understand. I, I totally understand. But I'm just telling you as a uh, perspective, uh, as a fan, uh, it's, it won't be that interesting. But and I'm telling you perspective as a fan, it don't fucking matter. If he doesn't have it in him, people are still going to pay to see him. People are still going to be like, wait, wait, Pacquiao Mayweather, fuck you. Take my money. If you put a good promotion under it, look. You put highlights of Broner talking shit to Manny. You put Manny's last performance against Lucas Matisse. You fucking schedule this pay-per-view at sixty-four ninety-five. People will pay to fucking watch this fucking fight. Fuck, man. They just wasted money. But yeah, hey. Bet it'll do good numbers. Yeah, but to me, I just see it meaningless. It's meaningless. It's a meaningless, yes. it's a it's meaningless me- fight, yes. I mean, Bet I, mean, I know, I, good I know in their perspective, winning... Winning the money, yes, I, I get it. If if you're looking in their perspective, fuck yeah, yeah. Cha-ching, you win money. I, I understand it. But again, I'm looking at it as a fan's perspective. It's meaningless. That, that's so you that's meaningless, what I'm saying. So you mean, but for the networks who are going to pay for pay for Pacquiao to come through the showtime, it's not. Pacquiao still has a drawing power. The fact that he beat Lucas Matisse and you had the entire fucking social media jumping up in arms thinking that he's the next great, that he's going to come back and become the Walter Wade King shows you he still has drawing power. The fact, yeah. the fact that Mayweather was able to, able to put a little bit of a a, a pause, and a pause was able to do a little bit of a ripple effect on the Canelo Gina fight by saying he might fight Manny Pacquiao again shows that there's still people interested. One in a Pacquiao rematch with Mayweather. Two, there's still interest in Manny Pacquiao fighting. And three, Broner, whether you love him or hate him. People like you and people like Mr. Lou will still fucking find a way to watch him because you guys want to see him get his ass beat. Now whether oh, you now whether him. you pay sixty four ninety five or not, you're still gonna want to watch. You're still gonna be posting your fucking articles. You're still gonna be posting sound bites. You're still gonna be regramming Adrian Broner comments or liking or talking shit on the DM. People are still gonna talk. You know what? You, you 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 know what I think I'm gonna start doing now. Actually, to be honest with you, you know what? I'm not gonna mention Broner. Hell, I think I never do really much on social media. You know what? I'm never. I'm not gonna watch any of these fights anymore. How about that? Be- be- uh, believe it. 
believe that. Believe that. I'm not going to watch any of his fights. I can't say I'm not going to mention much. I don't, I don't really mention him on social media. Um, but you know what? That's it. I, I, I think I've had it. I'm not going to watch any of his fights. I don't care. Actually, I don't care. I'll give a fuck who he fights. He fight Mayweather, Pacquiao. He can fight Canelo. I don't give a fuck. I'm not watching this guy anymore. Oh, man. I'm going to beat this red-headed Mexican. <laughs> hey, B. I, I, I'm not, I, I actually, and, and if we actually, the next time we talk about him, I'm not going to say much. I'm going to say little little things, and that's it. So, I, I'm done with that guy. I really am. You like, like Lou says, who, who, who fucking cares? Who cares, man? Who fucking cares? You guys do. <laughs> so, I want to talk about something else, because not only last week, two weeks ago, though, there was talks of... Pacquiao. Well, Pacquiao talk rumors came out today, but uh, there's also something in this. Well, I'm savoring nothing. The only thing I'm savoring is smashing Deontay Wilder's teeth in. That's it. You know, I come here today, all the press have turned up. The world press is here. Showtime, BT Sport, UK and American press. They're here to see the biggest fight of our generation between two undefeated giants. And boy, are you going to get a fight. You're in for a real treat. Don't worry about that. Because I'm in the mood for no messy and no running round rings and dancing from nobody. No 15 stone man, like I said before in New York. There's not a 15 stone man on the planet can beat Tyson Fury. And I will stand and prove what I will do to this idiot. I will punch his face right in for it. Not a problem. Seven days a week and twice on a Sunday. If we fought 30 times, I'd win 30 times. That's how confident I am of beating Deontay Wilder. No problem. No problem, Brian. No problem. <laughs> hey, Joshua. Me and Phil about to get this thing going on, baby. We about to see who the biggest and the baddest in the world. One champion, one face, one name. Something you was a coward. He's over. He's over. In your own country. No, can well, you if he's right here, if yeah. he was right there, you tell him to look at this one. I'm looking at you right here. Mm-hmm. You was a coward. You was a coward. And you know this. Your whole team know this. Each and every last one of you said different things over and over. You manipulate. You contradict. Compulsive lies. Okay, hold on. I got another one, too. I have the biggest fire right now. Everything you said. Everything you said. Everything you said. Everything you said. Make sure you turn. Man, they're shoving each other. The Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder tour happened two weeks ago, Brian. I... We predicted this fight was going to happen. We said this fight should happen. It did. We announced it. And people were like, oh, you're excited about this? Well, fuck yeah, we're excited because we knew what the fuck was going to happen when you put these guys in a fucking microphone and talking shit to each other. Brian, what did you think of the fucking press conference in England, New York, and L.A.? And which one was your favorite one? To me, well, I I think to me they were all the same. So they're, they're all great. They were all great, but I said it on Instagram, this was some WWE-style shit. And I liked it. Some didn't. Some didn't like that style. Some didn't like the fact how, like, oh, you can tell, like, they're they're just putting on a show. But I still liked it. I don't know. But part of me said, you know what? Just shut the fuck up and enjoy it. They're doing a great job. I, to me, I felt like they succeeded. Either they're... Um, you, yeah, you can say that they're, they're, they're putting on a show and all that, but at the same time, I remember... I remember uh, my girlfriend Cash, he told me like, yeah, it looks like they're putting on a show, and I told her, yeah, they are. But to me, 
they're executing it. I said, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I feel like they executed it. Yes, they put they're putting on a show. They they there's a picture of them sitting on the couch, so they don't really hate each other. They say, but I felt like they still executed um, promoting the fight. It still made you want to watch it. I got something for you. Can see it now. I can see. I can see the alter ego coming through. Don't you feel? You and your alter ego are a pack of bums. Don't you? Do you know what I'm saying to you? Asking you to see. Asking you to see. There's only one Bryce Palmer. Yeah, I can see it now. I can see. I can see the alter ego. There's only one Bryce Palmer. I loved it all. Loved it. I loved it. I loved the shit talking. People could be like, "Oh well, if they were sitting on a couch together." Uh-huh. They're yeah. selling a fucking fight. Selling a fight, yeah. Hey, hey, guess what, guys? Guess what? Wrestling? When the gun guy says, I want to bash your head with a steel chair? He don't fucking mean it. It's they're for selling. selling it to you. They're selling it, exactly. Look, at the end of the day, they're not going to be selling it when they punch each other in the face. Look, Deontay Wilder believes he's going to win by knockout. Tyson Fury feels he's going to beat this bum. Do they actually believe this? Yes. But the whole antics of pushing each other, it's all its all entertainment, guys. It's all entertainment. But the competitiveness, like, you can tell that's that's for real. Mm, yeah. Like, Look, you get me? Like, one thinks, one, both of them think they can really win this. I don't know. To me, I feel like that's real. They both feel like they can win it. The whole shit talking, like, oh, yeah, that's putting on a show just to sell, to sell the fight. But I feel like both of them really believe in, in, in themselves. Well, you At have the to. very end. I think you have to. If you're going to be a boxer and, and you're going to fight at the exactly, highest level, yeah. you better have confidence in yourself. You're not going to be like, oh, I, I think I can win. So this is my, no, you this, can't have that. This is my thing to the fans who are talking saying, oh, they, they're free and fake. So did you want them to be in a press conference going, well, well, I, 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 think, I think I can be Wilder. I think I can beat him. We'll find out. Um, thank you for coming. Would you have been okay with that? Or Wilder going, well, you know, he's the linear champion and he's been out for two years and he, you know, his last two fights weren't really competitive, but, uh, you know, hey, come come December 1st, uh, uh, we're going to give you guys a good fight. I would have fell asleep during that press conference. Uh, <laughs> bomb squad. Thank you. Did you want that? No. Or you were you hooked. Want? You were hooked. I was hooked by the fact that Tyson Fury has always been a cocky motherfucker. Always. He believes he's God's gift of bo- heavyweight boxing. He thinks he's the, the, the slickest. The fastest, the the most agile heavyweight since Muhammad Ali. Yep. And Tyson Fury knows he got that right hand equalizer, and he'll yell it to you, bomb squad. And he believes that all he needs to do is land that fucking land, hand that punch on Tyson Fury, and he and he Tyson and both guys want to become the face of the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. So. The promotion, like we said, right away when this fight got announced, Brian, this is going to be WWE-style fucking uh, promotions, and it did not disappoint. It did exactly what we all we all thought it was going to do, and it did it. I mean, it kind of sort of a little bit reminded me of the uh, the press conference, the promotion of Mayweather-McGregor, you know, how ridiculous it was. But to me, I feel like this was, I don't know, should I try to say better or a little more professional? I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I enjoyed that. Uh, you know what, the the 
you enjoyed this more because you had more time. Um, not more time. It it wasn't as hyped. Mayweather McGregor was hyped. Um, I, I think yeah, they I think were that's doing they were doing say, yeah. it in arenas. I mean, you remember the first one was in Staples Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one was in Toronto somewhere. I forgot some Toronto stadium, and the next one was in some like O2 Arena. I forgot where. So both, I mean, in uh, Barclay, I think the one was Barclay, I think. Um, yeah, something like that. They did it in arenas. They they packed the houses with fans, and you had fans chanting for McGregor. You had Chan fan chants. You had fans chanting for Mayweather. <laughs> Here, there was, was a press conference open to the public. Of course, you had Fury fans. Of course, you had Wilder fans, but not. You can't compare the press conference of Wilder Fury to Mayweather McGregor because Mayweather McGregor are out of this world, out of this... They transcend the sport of boxing, the sport of MMA. So those press conferences can never be compared to any of these boxing or MMA press conferences. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Fuck, I had something right here, but it kicked me out. Um, so while they're on their press conference, both guys, uh, we heard um, Deontay Wilder... Pop jabs at uh, Anthony Joshua saying you're a joke, you're a fraud. Uh, here's another one. What do you think of uh, Anthony Joshua? I think he's a big white lefting bum. Me too. 100%. You can't make me on something. Come on, give me some skin. Listen, I, I think Anthony Joshua and Wilder, if they ever fought Wilder, would knock him out in the first four rounds. I say the 100%. same thing. 100%. The easiest fight in the world for me at the minute is AJ. Well, they will not fight me. They will not fight Wilder. They don't want to fight anybody with a pulse. Mm. Come on, if anyone's going to fight, you're going to fight for $50 million, are you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, take that fight. Mm-hmm. Even Lennox Lewis said, take the fight. Take the fight, but no. Let them do their own thing. But the two best heavyweights in the world at the moment who's willing to fight each other are me and Wilder. At least we're daring to be great. We want to fight the best of our times. And in order for any of them to be considered good of their day, they have to beat me because I'm the lineal champion going back to John L. Sullivan all in time. So if he can beat me, I'll shake his hand and say fair play. But if he can't, I'll say I told you so. Gotcha. Hashtag daring to be great. This whole episode, hashtag daring to be great again. It really is. Um, they both, so they both made a spectacle of themselves in all three press conferences in L.A., New York, and um, U.K. Both guys took jabs at Anthony Joshua. Brian, are you hyped for this fight? Oh, well, yeah. What kind of question is that? Fuck yeah, I'm hyped for this fight. I can't wait to watch it, either in, either in person or on pay-per-view. Like, this is, to me, uh, you, you can't miss this fight. Well, it was being reported. That they've already sold one million do- one million dollars in tickets. Yeah, can you believe that? I remember reading that. I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, I have not read if Eddie Hearn has said anything about that. No, of course not. He just he just shut the fuck up. He didn't say anything. It sold in L.A. Neither fighters from L.A. and it sold in L.A. Uh, Pay per view. You know damn well if the if they didn't produce that much. Andy Hearn would have been all over that shit, but right now like, he's just saying. Oh, he's probably gonna be like, fuck. If this fight projected projectedly, I mean, I think we talked about this. What do you think pay per view wise this fight does? Uh, I, I, I guess. Hold on, they already announced they're gonna do an all access two all part, access, three, yes. three part miniseries of all access. Mm-hmm. Well, technically four with the epilogue, but it's three episodes. So three three episodes leading into the fight and doing an epilogue at the end. Um. Uh, uh, hey man, since the since the Mayweather era, no one has a uh, has done like two, you know, at least two point oh uh, pay per view rating. So I'm gonna say like like a one point five, one point six, like that. You think this fight sells one point five million? 
I, I think so. You think, because, this, like, uh, you think this fight ties in with Canelo, Canelo Triple G, which is, it's reported that it did 1.3, 1.5 the first fight. Second fight did like 8,000, 8, 80,000 less than the first second for the first fight. I'm sorry. I'm fucking tongue-tied. But um, you think it does 1.5? I, I think something like that between oh. uh, basically a million. You gave me like a million something. I don't, I don't think, think it does. reach like 2 million. I think it does 600 to 700,000 buys. Really? I think it does. And I Possibly, think, and I but think, I think with the way they're hyping it, and I think that's decent good numbers for a first time pay per view fighter to do seven to six, seven, seven, no, six to seven hundred thousand pay per view buys. Yeah. That is not bad for a first time pay per view fight. Mm-hmm. That will demonstrate that he is a fighter that can draw power. To the fact that the zone, which is a, a paid app, only premiered 17,000 for Anthony Joshua's fight here in the U.S. So people would say, well, while Wilder's a Wilder's nobody. No, no, he's he has drawing power in the U.S. So you can't take away the fact that he has U.S. fucking power. Uh-huh. So yeah. I say six to seven hundred thousand buys. But uh, we'll see what happens then. Oh my god, my back, my back. <laughs> yeah, back the enemy. <laughs> oh man. So this past Saturday. Yep. But not only did we see, um, fuck, where the fuck is it? I'm sorry. Hold on, I'm trying to find it before I decide to put it on. Well, what, uh, well, let me let me talk about it because we were talking about Saturday and all that shit. Um, damn, where the fuck is it at? I'm sorry, guys. I should be better prepared to be like, motherfuckers, you guys had a week. You tell me you couldn't fucking prepare <laughs> for this shit. You know what? You're right. You're absolutely right, fans. We could have prepared for this. And I fucking didn't. God damn, where the fuck? Hold on, Brian. Motherfucker. I know, I know. I'm like... <laughs> you know what? I need to create a different folder to have all this shit for me. Yeah, I think that would make it a lot easier for all us. Right, here we go, here we go. So this past Saturday, I know this is a boxing podcast, talk about boxing news, but we all can't fucking turn away of what we just... What happened this past Saturday? What just, what transpired? Do something about it. Do something about it. Yeah, you'll do nothing. You're dead when I get my hands on you, do you hear me? You're a dirt box. You're absolutely dirt. You're a phony, a fake, and I'm going to expose you. And I am going to love every fucking second of it. I hope it's a long night. (laughs) So, (laughs) McGregor, Khabib. Brian, you're not an MMA fan, but were you aware that Conor McGregor was fighting this, uh, this past Saturday? Yeah, I was aware. I mean, Conor McGregor is one of the most, I mean, can you say, well, probably the most recognizable UFC star right now. So, of course, I knew that his fight was was going to happen. It was all over social media. And I, I know we're going to get to the segue, but I'll just say that um, the aftermath, right, after that fight, mm-hmm. everyone at work, at my job, was talking about it. Everybody. So are, are Everybody. they are they boxing fans? Or are they? They're. Uh, I think I've I've only talked with one coworker who is the same as me who who doesn't really watch it get me, mm. but he he hears it here and there. But it's one of those things where like yeah we 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 couldn't deny that we we saw what happened and we couldn't help but talk about it. But most of the people that that I, I talk with, um, they are MMA fans. 
And so they they, they were they excited because this, this is what this fight was kind of like our what what was our Canelo Triple G fight. This was the, yeah. this was the event of the year for MMA. Mm-hmm. This was their event, just like we had Canelo Triple G. MMA had McGregor Khabib. Um, the last time McGregor was talked about on this show, which was last year for his fight against Floyd Mayweather, which was we called it the the, the spectacle fight. Uh-huh. All his pony talk is gonna be fucking put on blast October sixth. Do you have a round in mind? As long as it takes, I believe one. He's a glass jaw. The Chechens, the Chech, my Chechen friends, the Vainaki soldiers, they told me that they have chicken jaws in Dagestan, and I believe. I'm not a I'm 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 an MMA fan, and yes, I'm a boxing fan, big boxing fan, but I'm starting to like MMA. I like the fighting styles. I like the 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 dedication they have in uh, of mastering uh-huh. all figures, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, wrestling, karate, um, boxing, all this stuff, kickboxing, Muay Thai. I love it all. I love the fact that they they were able to do a hybrid version of what boxing is. I love it. Uh, I, uh, I I've been watching it here and there. I haven't really spoken about it. I knew this fight was here. Um, uh. I knew McGregor because of the Mayweather Mayweather um, Mayweather fight. I knew McGregor before that. Um, what intrigued me more to this fight was the trash talking because it caught my attention. I'll say this: McGregor would probably be the biggest boxing star. That would be the biggest star in boxing if McGregor was a boxer. If Mc, could, people would say, "Who the fuck is Canelo? Who the fuck is Anthony Joshua?" McGregor would be the would basically be the heir to Floyd Mayweather's throne. I, I remember saying something like that last year when he was about to fight Floyd. I remember I told a coworker, man, I said if if McGregor was an actual fighter, I I told him I would have been super pumped for that fight because the attention that you know it, it, it's it's getting. So I remember saying that, yeah, if he was an actual boxer, shit, yeah, he—he'd be the biggest star. He would—he would be, yeah, something like that. He would get he would be shit ton of attention the as a boxer. The heir apparent at twenty nine years old, he'd be the heir apparent to Floyd Mayweather's throne. Yeah, he'd be the next pay per view star. Now, saying all that, Brian, before the fight, before the incident that happened, which we'll talk, we'll talk about right now. Yeah. Did yeah. you hear any quotes on all the stuff that May, that McGregor was talking about to Khabib? Yeah, I, I, I saw almost every video that I saw on social media. You you actually uh, sent me some videos. I mean, uh, damn! I, I know I shouldn't be that like that amazed because he's always been a big shit talker. But uh, I think the one that really like surprised me. I remember like I showed it to my girl. I was like, I can't believe he said that. Where he mentioned something about like I think about it. I think it was Khabib's dad, and he mentioned nine eleven. I was like, oh fuck! No. We're all about. He went too far. We're man. all about entertainment. We just finished talking about Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and it's all inter- it's all for it's all entertainment. It's all business. Yeah. Do you believe this went out of hand? This, yeah, I felt like this went. Yeah, it went too far, man. Do you think there's a limit to where your trash talk should go to? Yes, I, I do believe in that. I do believe that there's a limit, and he, he crossed it. Do you believe this? Did you believe this before this fight, or now after this fight? Did you realize, you know what, there is a limit to trash talking? No, I've always believed in that. Um, maybe because we come from boxing. I mean, I'm 
People can be like, well, Floyd needs to talk shit, but Floyd never talked about another man's dad and said, your dad's a terrorist. Um, Floyd never went around and criticized someone's religion. Nope, never. I mean, he talked about, I'm better than you. You are bum. 49 men have tried. 49 men have failed. You're going to be number 50. I'm God's gift of boxing. You're just another bum. You should be happy I'm paying. You should be happy that you're even fighting me because I'm giving you your biggest payday. Mayweather said all that. Mayweather never went to the extent of of bashing a man's political views, a man's religious views. Never. Never. And um, what transpired was McGregor got his ass beat. He got mauled. What before we, before oh, we get to that, I, I want to mention how, like, of all the shit talking McGregor did, man, if you look at Khabib's face, cold as ice, man, his face was just, just no, no expression, man. He looked like Ivan Drago when Paul of Fame talked shit like, <laughs> Exactly. If you've seen that movie, guys, that, exactly like that, right? No, no facial expression, no nothing. Just his, his eyes were But just here's cold. the thing that man bottled up that emotion for full, for 10 weeks. Ten weeks. Ten weeks of hearing this man talk shit about your dad, talk shit about your religion, mm-hmm. talk about that he wants to cave your fucking face in, and then after the fight you better watch out because if I catch you in the streets I'm gonna beat your ass. This man yep. took ten weeks of this shit and came in, whipped his ass, and then Ooh, said, and then I said, fight, and then the said, you, and said, you know what? Fuck you, I'm gonna fuck your team's ass up too. Jump the fucking cage and then try to beat his team's ass up. Now look, I don't condone that. All hell broke loose, man. Fuck. I don't condone that. But I cannot blame a fighter like to do that. That's if Floyd Mayweather. If it, okay, that, that's like the extent of Floyd Mayweather went and started talking shit to somebody like that. That's like if the extent of of Floyd Mayweather talking shit about Manny Pacquiao for ten weeks, talking about that he's just a bum, that you know he that is you know insulted his man's religion, insulted his man's political views. Imagine if Mayweather did that to Manny Pacquiao. And I'm using Manny Pacquiao as an example because Manny Pacquiao is a very polarizing figure in the Philippines with his political views, with his religious views towards homosexuals. Imagine if Mayweather started targeting that and did that as a promotional outlet. Manny Pacquiao may or may not have responded the same way, but there would have been backlash. I have heard zero backlash on Conor McGregor. I think Conor McGregor provoked this. Conor McGregor's team provoked this. The UFC provoked this by allowing this narrative to be played out. See, that's the problem. That's the fucking problem with UFC. Allowing McGregor to do all this shit. That's the reason he does all that no, you, shit. You can't, <laughs> you can't control what the fighter says, but you can control what you put out there. Mm-hmm. You allow the narr- you allow people, you allow podcasters, bloggers, news articles to only promote about this instead of being look. The views and the views and opinions of a Conor McGregor are only McGregor's alone. Do not represent the UFC. This fight is about two great fighters stepping in the octagon and giving, showing, giving you guys a show. There's nothing you do about political, religious, or anything else. The UFC should have done that. That's all I gotta say about that. And I, I, I know I, the fans I, are going, "This is a, this is about a boxing show, not an MMA show." Yes, it's true, but boxing and MMA go hand in hand because they're both entertainment sports in which they look to attract fans to tune into their pay-per-views to tune into their live events but if boxing if boxing were to take a pay, if boxing were to take a playbook from MMA that should be the last thing you should do and they're not doing it the only one that I can see probably pulling stupid shit like that is Adrian Broner 
But even that doesn't even pay off. And even when Broner says some stupid racist or dumb stuff to an opponent, he is already... They look at him like, dude, shut up. You sound stupid. Uh-huh. McGregor does it. We applaud him. Oh, it's fucking funny. Look at him. He's fucking making fun of this guy's religion. Oh, my God, look. He said that Khabib's dad's a fucking terrorist on 9-11. Fucking classic. Yeah. Fucking goat. He's a fucking goat. how they respond He's a fucking goat. I'm going to go buy his whiskey. (laughs) Proper 12 whiskey. I was going to go buy it today. Yeah, I remember you told me that you wanted it. I went to BevMo. So, look, here's the story. I went to BevMo. Yeah. And I go, hey, um. And uh, do you guys have the Conor McGregor drink, proper 12? And the fucking guy looks at me like, are you serious? He goes, he goes are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, do you guys have it? Is it for you? And I was like, um, no, no, it's for, it's for my friend. It's his birthday is a Saturday, and, and he's a big McGregor fan, and kind of want to buy him a bottle. And he's all, oh, okay, yeah, we don't have any. We sold out of that shit. Like, uh, it, it got released last Thursday, and it sold in five hours. Damn. And man. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, but it's not worth it. It tastes like shit. <laughs> And I'm like, are you serious? He goes, are you a whiskey? Are you a bourbon whiskey drinker? And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I like. It. He goes, what do you drink? I'm like, I like my Johnny Walker. Which one? My Black Label. And I like my, I like my Jack Daniels, and I like my Chivas. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like that shit, you ain't gonna that 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 shit's trash. It's trash. <laughs> Not even worth it. Not even worth it. I'm like, how much is the bottle? Thirty five bucks. Huh? I'm like, fuck that. He goes, exactly. Fuck that. No, no. Well, we don't wow. even have it anymore. So, if anybody, I mean, I heard different reviews. I kind of, I mean, I like whiskey and I like bourbon. I like all that shit. Uh, I was gonna buy it just one because I wanted to buy it to taste it because I'll, I'll taste it. But knowing that it's thirty five bucks, and I'm hearing reviews that it's trash, I might not end up buying it. I might convince my friend to buy because this Saturday I do have a Halloween party, so I'm gonna convince him to buy proper twelve, and I'm gonna drink some proper twelve this Saturday. But I'm not coming out of my fucking pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't coming out of my fucking pocket, man. But, um, I mean, I... Would you have done the same thing, Brian? If someone insulted your mother... Was, uh, like, if, if, if this happened to you, would you... I, I was going to uh, say something about that, and uh, when I saw what happened, I was like, uh, of, of course, I don't condone it. Like I say, I, that's not... That wasn't right, but I put myself in his shoes, and I was like, you know what? I, I told you. I remember I texted you. I would have done the same thing. So I can't be criticizing him very much. All I can say is, hey, you know what? That was not a great idea. But hey, you were you were in the heat of the moment because of all the shit he was saying to you and, and you know, and your family. Yeah, I, I would have done the exact same thing. And the the crazy thing is that the fans are so all fired up, probably drunk, man. They were getting to fights as well. I don't know if you saw those videos. Yeah, yeah. It, it was chaos in Vegas. Uh a, a coworker, uh, a, the, the guy that uh, mm-hmm. the guy that uh, noticed me, you can say uh, his name is Malcolm, by the way. Um, shout out to he Malcolm. told me, shout out to Malcolm, man. Yeah, he told me because I asked. He's a big UFC fan. And I asked him, dude, what you think about that? And he t- and he tells me, you know what? Uh, I think he said a couple years ago he went to go see a fight at the T-Mobile Arena, uh, UFC fight, and he said, yo, after I left in, in the hallway. I saw fans being drunk, fired up, man, fighting with each other, and there was no security guards. I was like, fuck, man, is that, is that every UFC fight? He's like, I don't know. He goes, but uh, he said when he saw that uh, that that mayhem, he goes, that happened on, on Saturday. He was like, that. I was like, that, that happened to, uh, that's what I saw the last time he went to go see a fight. So, 
I don't know how it is a UFC fight over there, man, but uh, it, it, it sounds pretty intense. Look, I'll say this. We didn't hear this with the Kazakhstanians and fucking Mexicans after the Canelo Triple G fights. We didn't hear no fucking fans were fighting outside the Timo Arena. No, not that I know of, no. You know, we when we shit talking was that. I mean, of course, Triple G fans and Canelo fans were talking shit, but I don't think it ever resulted in fights. I didn't. I didn't see no fucking memes or any fucking Instagram posts of fucking Canelo fans fighting Triple G fans and vice versa. I didn't see that. Didn't see that. No. So, and and this is not our shitting. I'm not saying that every MMA event is gonna be a brawl outside. We're not saying that. We're not condoning that. Um, that no, is no, just no. Malcolm's view because he went to one UFC event. I've never been to a UFC event. I've never been to an MMA event. I do want to go to one. Because like I said, I am starting to get into MMA a little bit. And, and, and again, no fans. We're not changing the format to MMA. Uh, this is, you know, we're still talking boxing. But um, you cannot talk about what happened last Saturday without mentioning the McGregor fight. Simple oh, as that. No. You can't be like, oh, well, no, well, that's not my sport. I'm not going to talk about it. Look, to the point that people forgot that there was Vargas Delorme. And the fact that people forget that this weekend we got fucking Terrence Crawford versus Jose Benavides shows that Conor McGregor transcends not only MMA but transcends boxing. Uh-huh. And then you gotta give it, you gotta give it its fucking spotlight, whether it's the good or whether it's the bad. And that's what we're doing here. I totally agree. I mean, again, it was chaos. I mean, McGregor, McGregor got attacked as well. Um, well, we'll see what happens. But uh, let's move and on. I, I heard he got suspended. Uh, I heard I, no one suspended yet. From what I read, no I mean, one suspended yet. Okay, yeah. So so far, I heard, and I was like, that that makes some sense. I go McGregor suspended, but I didn't hear nothing about a Khabib. So okay. so far, that's what they say. You want to go back to boxing? What was that again? You want to go to? I got some more boxing news. You want to go boxing? Or you got some more? Yeah. Back? Okay. So more boxing news, guys. So there you go. MMA done. All right. So the rumor is that we got another big clash of two good Mexican fighters. If you loved Barrera Morales, if you love Barrera Marquez, okay, if you love Canelo Chavez, you're gonna love Chavez versus Angulo. <laughs> <laughs> the rumor is we're gonna say they're Chavez versus Alfredo Angulo on the undercard of Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Brian, that is a rumor. He is no longer gonna be facing Sergio Martinez. What are your thoughts on that fight? And are you disappointed that there's no Martinez Chavez too? Eh, it's, it's whatever to me. That's it? I think that's pretty much it. With, okay, yeah. first of all, you criticized him for wanting to fight Martinez. We both did. Even though I said that, you know it could be a good fight, because I promoted it uh-huh. myself. Angulo's not a bad fighter. Look, is, Chav- is Chavez's dad? No. Can Chavez be one of the great Mexican fighters? No. But can he at least show, him, can he at least show us that he's good? Maybe, but is it fighting Angulo, uh, showing us he's the best that he can be good? No, but it's a step forward to him showing he's a good fighter at least. Give him at least give him credit. He's gonna fight at least a legit fucking fighter. Yes, a fighter that is way past his fucking prime in the weight. Because I always thought Angulo was the best 154 pounder who never won a title. He sucked as a middleweight, and we're watching him now gonna possibly fight Chavez at super middleweight. But it's at least a step forward of him fighting a legit fighter. Come on, give him credit. Here's the thing. I have no expectation for Chavez Jr. Damn. That's why I say whatever. I have no expectation. Nothing. I don't expect him to have a good fight. 
I don't expect uh, nothing. You get me? So if he does have a great fight, awesome. I, I would love it because I would not expect it. But for right now, I don't expect nothing from him. Nothing. Damn, bro. I'll just say that. I'll just say that about Chavez Jr. I don't expect nothing from him. Hey, if he's fighting Angulu, all right, all right, good luck, fucker. But I don't expect nothing from this guy, really. Because I'm still, you know, I'm still, like, ashamed that I, I believed in what he was saying. That, you know, he's, he's going to fight his ass off against Canelo, which I thought he was. But then it turned out to be a, you know, a piece of shit. Damn. Like, Max, I love what Max Hellerman said. It was so true. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me 15 times, shame on me. Damn. Fool me so, 15 times. Yeah. <laughs> I remember me and, me and my girl Cass, we started laughing because it's true. It's true, and uh, that's the last time I say, you know what? Whatever he says, I won't believe it. I mean, I give him credit for that fight that he made weight. I give him credit. That's the only thing I give him credit. You made weight. Good job, kid. But I don't expect nothing from this guy. Nothing. Wow. Damn, right? Like, like that? Yeah, like that. And that's that. Jesus Christ. That's that, yeah. I know you can't see me, but, it, you know, I wish I could just flip him off right now, but I can't. What is wrong with you? Yeah. So, Chavez that's Angulo, all I'm going to say about You can go ahead and rant about the, the, that guy, but... No, I wasn't going to rant. I just think... Look, what, if you gave me a choice and said, hey, you can either, you can either watch Martinez Chavez 2... Or Angulo Chavez. I'd rather watch Angulo Chavez. Well, if you're giving me that choice where, like, hey, you have to watch it on TV, then, yeah, I mean, let's put Angulo. But I'm just putting in that, you know, in, in, in that form. Like, if, yeah, if you're asking me which one out of the two, you just it's a must. You have to choose. And, yeah, that sounds, I guess, more, I don't know, what's that word? It makes more sense. But, but again, I'm not expecting anything from, from Chavez. Damn. Yeah. And I keep fuck saying, that yeah. did just, you just say fuck that puto? Yeah, fuck that puto, man. Jesus, Brian. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, okay. there's a fight this weekend. Yes, which I'm, which I'm very excited for. I know you are. Instead of Chavez. I would think you'd be excited for Chavez, but you're not. So there's a fight this weekend, guys. <laughs> and you know what that means when we have a fight, folks. We here, me and Brian are going to break down the fight and give you our predictions. So this segment is our predictions. What's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Hey. All right, man. This Saturday night, <sighs> Omaha, Nebraska, you got the WBO welterweight champion, former undisputed junior welterweight champion, Terrence Bud Crawford. Versus Jose Benavides Jr. Twelve rounds for the WBO welterweight title. Brian, uh-huh. are you excited for this fight? I am. I'm really excited. I, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, how's he gonna look. I mean, I, I like how the uh, the videos the videos we're seeing of the shit talking. I mean, they, they seem like they hate each other. So hopefully that brings out a pretty good fucking fight. So that's a fight. Yeah, I I'm gonna watch it. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I can't wait to see it. And you forgot to mention, man, the 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 pound for pound best fighter in the world right now. Sorry, then excuse me. Let me repeat myself. <laughs> All right, this Saturday night, Omaha, Nebraska, you got the JMB Ray Boxing's consensus pound for pound fighter number go. one, 
Terrence Bud Crawford against Jose Benavides Jr. Um, you're right. It is a good fight. Um, there was footage that was leaked out a couple months ago where Benavides was going to fight. Um, fuck, I got his name right here. Shit. He was going to fight uh, shit, 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 Frank, Frank Rojas. And there were there was audio showing uh, Benavides before he went for the weigh and talking shit to Terrence Crawford. And Terrence Crawford goes, hey, why don't you make sure you, we- you worry about your opponent instead of worrying about me? Make sure, maybe you need to make sure you get to the fight because if you keep confronting him, I'm going to beat your ass and all that shit. Trash talking began even before their fight was announced. Uh, of course, Benavides beat Frank Rojas by first round knockout, which set up the fight that we're going to watch this Saturday. Um, Terrence Crawford again, pound for pound, uh, pound for pound, number one in our view, and many many other people's view. Um, good fight, I think it's a good fight. Um, the only thing I don't like is that Benavides is a uh, a fighter who. He, you fights at 140 and will be moving up and wait to fight Terrence Crawford. Don't really like it, but at the same time, we've discussed this on the show. Not a lot of not a lot of fighters in the top ranked stable at welterweight. No. So, which is why I, I was surprised he resigned with top rank. I was hoping he yeah. would leave. Same. We we like again we discussed this. Um. So we, we we get to see this fight. It's a good fight. You got a young fighter like Benavides, who uh-huh. is his record right now is 27 wins. 18 knockouts. He has a 67% knockout ratio. It's not bad. Uh, Terry Crawford, undefeated, two-weight division champion, uh, coming off a win against fucking... Um, what was the guy's name? My name is Jeff. There you go. Jeff Horn. Jeff Horn. <laughs> Jeff Horn. Uh, against Jeff Horn. Um, Brian, what's your prediction for the fight? First of all, what's your breakdown? How do you think this fight's going to go out and what's your prediction? I mean, I think we're we're gonna see. I believe it's not one word. I, I am looking for. I think we're gonna see. Um, the, do I want to see the basic? You know, Terrence Crawford. He's just gonna outbox the guy. Okay. Decision knockout, late round knockout, TKO. What do you got? Uh, man, again, um, I, I always, I, 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 I never want to say knockout. I don't know why. I never want to say knockout, but I'm just going to say that I, I like to think he's just going to outbox him 12 rounds and just go in by a unanimous decision. Wow. Unanimous decision. I, I think we're going to see, like, you know, one of those great performances by Tamers Crawford. That's what I think we might see. Okay. Um, so you're going decision and an excellent boxing clinic by Terrence Crawford yeah. performed this Saturday night. Um, first of all, he's fighting in his hometown. You saw the footage, and I saw the footage mm-hmm. that happened today. They were talking shit to each other. They yeah. don't look like they like each other. This could be entertain. This could be for the audience to entertain us to want to watch the fight. But either way, shit talking is shit talking. Mm-hmm. We saw what happened with McGregor, McGregor, Khabib. When shit talking gets to the extreme, both guys would will, will maul each other and want to beat the shit out of each other when there's animosity. Yep. So there's animosity between these two guys. So you are you're gonna stick to a decision. I'm a stupid decision, yeah. I think we're, okay. he's going to give him a boxing clinic, yes. Okay, so you're going for boxing. So this is my breakdown. Terrence Crawford, again, pound for pound on my list. Our list, I'm sorry. Which and which I think maybe you should uh, give us our I, list again. I I'm need, pretty I sure need, you do. I need to revise it because there is a few changes now. Yeah. So, pound for pound, the pound for pound king is defending his title against Jose Benavides. Good fighter, good uh, good record, who's moving up in weight. It's in, the, it's in his hometown. There's shit talking happening. The last time you... None of the last time. 
Anytime you go into a fight with Terrence Crawford and you're talking shit, you bring out the dog in Terrence Crawford. Oh, yeah. Like you said, he's a bastard in the ring. I'll give you a perfect example. Derry John was talking shit about Terrence Crawford. Talking shit. Mm -hmm. Terrence Crawford walked in there and beat his ass for 10 rounds and got a TKO. 10th round TKO against Derry John. Max Kellerman interviewed him, and it's one of the it's one of those highlight interviews that Terrence Crawford did. Max Kellerman asked him a question, "What do you think about the fight?" And then he goes, "Don't ask me. What do you think? Ask him. Hey, you got you got anything that you got anything else to say? Hmm? You got anything else to say? I'm right here. Say you got to tell me. Tell me something. Tell me. After he just beat the <laughs> fuck out of that fighter. We've said this before. And we'll say it again. Terrence Crawford can be a bastard in the ring. He can he can give it as good as he can take it. Uh-huh. There, these guys have." We saw the footage of them prior to the, announce- the announcement. They were talking shit about each other. We just saw Terrence Crawford go into one of the uh, open workouts for Jose Benavides. They were talking shit to each other. Benavides has been saying shit about Crawford. Crawford's been saying shit about Benavides. There is no love. Lo- there is no love between these two guys right now, going into this fight. Both guys want to win. Both guys want to make a statement. Terrence Crawford is trying to make a more bigger statement by showing that even though he is not in the same pool with. Terrence Croft, I mean, with Errol Spence, Keith Thurman, Sean Porter, Danny Garcia, he's going to show it by beating by beating up Jose Benavides and demonstrating to everybody, you, me, ESPN, every freaking boxing outlet, podcast, blogger, that he does, his name deserves to be in the same pool with these men, even though there is a promotional, there are, there's a promotional block, uh, promotional wall preventing from him from fighting these men. But he should still be mentioned in the same fucking breath with, again, I'll repeat it, Terrence, uh, Keith Thurman, Errol Spence, Sean Porter, Danny Garcia. I'm a, You may not go far as saying that he'll win by knockout. I will go far as by saying he win by knockout. We saw what he did to Jeff Horn. Jeff Horn talked some shit. Jeff Horn tried to make it a rough fight. What did, Jeff, what did uh, Crawford did? He beat the shit out of Jeff Horn, knocked mm-hmm. him out. I think it was yeah. a, I think it was the sixth or seventh round. I'm not saying yeah, I'm not so saying Benavides is Jeff Horn, but I do believe that Terrence Crawford is an elite fighter. There's a reason why I put him as a pound for pound list. There's a right. There's a reason why Mr. Liu also thinks he's one of the best fighters in the world. I think he shows it, but he demonstrates it by giving a good a good grade A beat down to Jose Benavides. But Jose Benavides is not going to go down without a fight. I give it an eighth round TKO. I think he just beats the crap out of him. I think it gets rough and tough, but again, as as good as Benavides can give it, can he take it? We know that Terrence can, can Benavides can, and we've seen hey, it. And that is the what, biggest question: Can Benavides take the punishment that he can dish out? We know Terrence can, can yeah. Benavides can. I don't think he can, and I think that's what we're going to get a late round stoppage. I think Terrence Crawford's too skilled, and even though oh, they, yeah, this is an, even though this is looking like an emotional fight, it looks like when the bell rings. Terrence Crawford is focusing to notice what he wants to do is go and hurt his opponent. Which, that's what I really want to see. Yeah, hurt this guy. But, no, it's... What you and I said, that those are great possibilities, but the one you say, that's what I really want to see. What is next? That's what I really want to see from Terrence Crawford. What is next for the winner? What's next for who? Whoever wins. Me and you're going for Crawford, so let's go right now. What's next for Terrence Crawford if he wins this fight? Uh, I mean, of course, I want to say one uh, either uh, a Keith Thurman or a Sean Porter, but but since you know it's it's impossible to fight one of them, I guess 
I guess anybody again next in line for his belt because I, 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 I can't think of anybody other than you know Errol Spence and Nicky Thurman, Danny Garcia, Sean Porter. Do you think Bob? Do you think Bob? Right? Do you think Bob will play nice with with Al Heyman guys and be like, hey, fine, let at least give me a guy, give me John Molina. Oh no, he already fought John Molina. Give me a, give me a, give me a Timothy Bradley. Oh, no, no, give me a, give me a Brandon Reels. I'm sorry, give me a Brandon Reels. Um, give me, uh, fucking, give me a Jesus Soto Carras. Give me somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I hope so. Give I me a really Birdo. Give so. me, give me a Birdo. Birdo, yeah, David Alexander. I don't, yeah, I, I, I get you. I was yeah, gonna say if... Victor, but Victor's probably gonna go to jail. Give me somebody. Oh, yeah. Give me, give me somebody in the. And the one of the Al Hamian stables. It doesn't have to be the top guys, but at least give me some notable name to feed my guy right now. Because, because if the rumors are true, Crawford Pacquiao is not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. So, I'm assuming. The, do you think Bob Aaron will play nice with Al Hamian and his people to make at least a decent fight? Give Give me Lamont Peterson. Lamont Peterson versus fucking Terrence Crawford. Oh, give me Lamont. Give me Lamont. Hey, hey, Al, give me, give, why don't you give me, give me Peterson? I think that, yeah, if, if he wants to put on, uh, if he wants Terrence Crawford to have, you know, good fights, I think he's going to have to do something like that. Well, what's he going to do? He's going to keep feeding him 140 pounders? What happened? Well, what, oh, yeah, what? No, no, exactly. Yeah, you're right. He can't be doing that forever. No. So I think he's going to have to do that. I, I mean, we're, I've been hoping for that for since, since Crawford, man, has been on, you know, on a roll. So, I think it's best for Bob Aaron to do something like that. I mean, I, I kind of do hope Bob is probably feeling like, hey, I feel confident with my fighter. I, I wouldn't mind him facing, you know, uh, one of Al Heyman's fighters. Okay. So I, I do hope he does that. I mean, I, I can just go on forever of, of how, uh, you know, these promoters you need to stop doing this bullshit. We're like, I, I don't want to negotiate with this other and promoter. We know, and we know that Bob Aaron likes rematches. If this fight is even competitive... We can see a Benavides Crawford too. Yeah, you're right. We might. Or if Benavides wins, we can see a rematch. Either way, if it's a one-sided fight, where does Terence Crawford go? He can't go left. He can't go right. I mean, what? I mean, what are you gonna do? Keep fighting junior welterweights for the rest of your life until until Bob decides? Fine, let's 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 put you in there with the with the with the Earl Spences and the Terence Crawfords of the world. Yeah, if Bob continues doing that shit, yeah, that's the road uh, Crawford is is headed. Because it's okay, unless the only scenario is unless Pacquiao is still tied to Bob Brown, then Bob Brown versus Bob Brown, Pacquiao versus Crawford, which we know it's not going to happen. None of us think it's going to happen. Come on, Broner versus Crawford. Feed him fucking Crawford, Broner. Here you go. Cincinnati <laughs> versus uh, Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska. That's a good fight too. Oh, Crawford will fuck him up. Joe, is that what's the one guy that fought Adrian Broner in Cincinnati, and he many people thought he won? Adrian Granados, something like that. Yeah, the one that fought Sean Porter too. Remember the yeah. one that? Yeah, that guy. He's an Al Heyman guy. He's looking for a good crack. He, this guy's, you know, basically he's been in fights where people people have wrote wrote him off, and he fucking came back and gave a competitive fight. Many people uh-huh. thought he beat Broner. I honestly thought he beat Broner. I mean, he gave Sean Porter a hell of a fight, but he lost to Sean Porter. I mean, if again, if Bob Aram uh, sets aside his ego and says, hey, Al, let's work together, throw me a fucking bone here. Throw me one of your guys. <laughs> you know, hey, uh, 
Adrian Granados can be another uh, opponent. Can be an opponent for Terence Crawford. He's a, a junior welterweight, but has fought his last two fights at welterweight. That's not bad. Luis Calazo. Luis Calazo's looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. He's an Al Heyman guy. Hey, Al, throw me a fucking bone. Throw me fucking Luis uh, Luis Calazo out here. He's a he's a name. He has a name on him. He's fought in Victor. He's fought in Berto. He's fought in Keith Thurman. He has a fucking name. He's a former welterweight champion. He fought Mosley. He fought Ricky Hannon. He has a name. Let's put him in there. Crawford, Crawford versus Colazzo. MSG. Those names that you mentioned, Crawford needs to fight them. He needs to beat them because if he doesn't fight guys like that, guys like Errol Spence is just going to continue shitting on him, saying that, you know, uh, look at me. I'm the one fighting these top fighters. And who the fuck Terrence Crawford has fought? So, because Bob can't do what he did with Pacquiao for five years and keep feeding him other fighters. There's nobody. Everyone's tied with Al right now. You can't. Exactly. You can't. You can't keep feeding. You can't keep feeding your guys shit. No. You gotta feed him fucking thoroughbreds. You gotta feed him. You gotta feed him that good meat. You gotta feed him good. Mm-hmm. I you agree. Know? Can't keep giving him a couple noodles all the time. Come on. Oh fuck no! That's not enough. Man, no, we gotta <laughs> give him a gourmet dinner, man. Let's see what if he can eat it. It's like, give him a big ass steak, man. Give him a big ass steak and see if he can eat it. Bam. No all meat, though. But, um, <laughs> Brian, so me and you both believe Crawford's going to win. You're going by decision. I'm going by late round, eight, uh, late eighth round stoppage. Uh-huh. Um, we both think that there's nowhere for, there's nowhere, if Crawford wins, there's no other fighter for him besides the Errol Spence, the Keith Thurmans, the fucking Danny Garcia's and Sean Porter's of the world. And if Bob Aaron can play nice with Al Heyman, we got Adrian Granados, Luis, uh, Luis Colazzo, and Adrian Broner as possible opponents for Crawford if uh, Bob Aaron wants to play nice with Al Heyman. Uh-huh. Um, if Benavides wins, we got a rematch with uh, Benavides Crawford. And Benavides probably, same thing. You got you got opponents, the same opponents that are lined up for Crawford could be lined up for Benavides if he wins. Um, but we doubt he's going to win, no disrespect to him, but... I mean, there's a reason why Crawford's considered to be one of the best pound-for-pound fighters in our book and many mm-hmm. other people's book. So we'll see what happens. But it, I, it's a good compelling fight. I think it's a good fight. I think so, too. Very good fight. Can't wait. And it's on ESPN, not ESPN+. Plus. Oh, yeah, but on ESPN. You're right, you're right. I saw it. So it's free, guys. It's ESPN, free. ESPN, Deportes. Yeah. So I see. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. It is for free, guys. It's not on ESPN+. Plus. You don't have to buy an app. If you have a basic subscription to ESPN, you can see it on ESPN+. Uh, if not, and if you are a Spanish speaker, and you, or perfect example, your parents only speak Spanish and only bought the package for Spanish, you can watch it on ESPN Deportes. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. If you understand Spanish, you understand what's happening, and it's boxing. You really don't need to know. You really don't need announcers. You just need to <laughs> need to watch two men just bucking go at it. Uh-huh. That that sounds good. You need two men to fight, not go at it. That just fucking didn't sound right. Um, Brian, is there any other boxing news, boxing topics, or anything boxing related you want to talk about? Ooh, I think we talked to, talked to the, talk all of them, man. I think we touched them all. That didn't sound right. I think we touched every topic. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted you to say that. I think we touched, I, we touched every topic good. Um, yeah. Real quick, thank you for subscribing. Uh, if you guys are listening, that means you guys press the download button. Thank you for subscribing. Don't forget to hit that uh, notification to get notified when new episodes come in. And don't forget to uh, give us a shout-out. Let the people know. Download, subscribe. It helps with the visibility of the show. Um, don't forget to find us on Instagram on the JMB Ray Boxing Podcast. Um, don't forget on Twitter as well, JMB Ray Boxing Podcast. You can also find B Ray on his Instagram page, B Ray eighty nine. He has a Snapchat which can be B Ray eighty nine twenty six. I don't fucking know. He'll fucking let you guys know. But uh, 
you can get you guys can find us there basically. Um, anything else you want to add before we head out, Brian? I just want to say thank you, thank you for, uh, thank you for clicking on that uh, download button. Thank you for being very waiting patiently. Cause I know you guys been waiting for like our, this is like we're the second week for you guys to listen to us. So thank you very much. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for liking us, following us. We re- we really appreciate it. Yes, yes. Uh, so we we'll be back next week. Regular schedule. We'll be back uh, mm-hmm. to break down the Crawford fight and more boxing news. And I think we'll be also be talking about breaking down the Danny Jacobs fight, right? Yes. So we back, guys. And uh, like I said, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification so you guys can get notified right away when this episode drops and many other episodes. Um, I think that's pretty much it, brother. Pretty much it, yep. All right. So I'm your host, Jay. This is my host, uh, my co-host, B-Ray. We're the, JB, we're the J and B-Ray Boxing Podcast. I was about to mess it up like Mr. Lou does all the time on our name. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Toodles. certainly been a night of surprises and tough action. None bigger than this. Maybe the biggest upset of this decade. Decade.